Welcome, people, to another episode of The Centre Circle. Before we start, I just want to go through the formalities. Thank you very much for all your likes, subscriptions, and follows. Please keep it up, share, and all the good stuff. Thank you, thank you. Start off, I've got myself on hosting duties today. Man like Keith. Big up, big up, big up. Marky Mark. Daz is in the building. How's that? John here, dialing in, dialing in. Uh, John, you're not in the building today. Where, where are you today? Wait, sometimes you've got to take a bit of a holiday, you know? You've got to change the weather. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. But, um, your but the football never bro. stops. He so, said, don't catch feelings, catch uh, facts. That's it. I understand, <laughs> mate. We all need a well earned break every now and again. Exactly. Mark, relax. It's the second one. Yeah, relax. But, um, uh, yeah, but the football doesn't stop. So, here that's we go. That's true. Right, let's jump into it. So, what we're going to do is have a Quick recap from the midweek fixtures from last week. Just set contents for the uh, results of the weekend just gone. So we can have a quick flashback to the last week. So Arsenal v Chelsea, Arsenal three. Come on, Chelsea one. Right, bit of a format. All the haters are silent, though. Right, <laughs> particularly this one. We said. <laughs> What am I saying, really? I'm saying. I'm saying. Arteta finally saw sense and dropped holding because he yeah. was holding you lot back. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Bars. No, that wasn't. That's off the dome, B. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's no coincidence. He's dropped him for the Chelsea game. He's dropped him for the. Um, who did you lot just beat? Newcastle. Newcastle game. And look what's happened. You lot have had a good turn. Do you think it's holding, though? Do you think that's what's changed? Because he's played well in spells, isn't it? I mean, well, what are the two obvious changes are Holden and Jorginho, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Jorginho. Jorginho. I think that's more of a bigger impact than the holding. Do you want to touch on that one? I think both. I think both. With Holden, it's not so much holding himself because when he was playing, people were like, oh, he's not making no mistakes or whatever. It's the changes he makes to the rest of the team mm. because we can't play a high... He doesn't want to play a high, high line. He's slow. He wants to be... He wants to be defending on the edge of his box. Safe, not sorry. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what it meant is that other players, they were sort of compensating for him. Mm. And I think it's no coincidence that since Holding came into the team, Partey's form just dropped off a cliff. Mm. But what it is, is the gaps. He's having to cover a lot more space now because Holding is not as far up. So that, that you- what, the job for Partey has become harder. So to your point, that's the point that I touched on last week about Fabinho. Not to, mm, don't want to digress, yeah, yeah. but yeah. when someone comes in who's not up to par or up to speed, it, it detracts from the other players, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I can see I can see the effect that he's had on Partey. I can see the effect that he's had on Ben White as well. So these, and Gabriel, Gabriel is not, uh, he's not someone who can lead a back four. I think he can do his own job, mm. but I don't think he can bring someone else along with him. So do you think, Saliba's the, the lead centre-back the on the pairing. Well, what I think they question. do, I think they look after each other. Um, as in, they only do their own jobs. Right, so they're okay. both competent to do their own job. But the elite, the really elite defenders, they can do their own job and coach the next man next to him through. So, I, good, good uh, comparison question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to what you're describing sounds to me like a real Vidic partnership where both of them are equally as good as each other or... Well, good enough to just do yeah. individual jobs and be elite as a pairing, 
Or then you've got like John Terry and Carvalho. Yeah. Where like one's just clearly the more standout defender yeah. than the other. Like but, a Tony Adams kind of thing that who's, yeah. he's going to be the more vocal one. You know who the leader is. Yeah. But if you've got four competent people at the back, you don't necessarily need a leader because everyone's competent in their own job. And, yeah. And knows what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Jay, you got anything to say on the game from last week? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily agree for two reasons. One, the party thing. Let's be honest. If you're talking about his issues off the ball, then, then maybe. I can see where Holding had a, a slight impact on his game. But most of the party's failures recently have been when he's got the balls. That has nothing to do with Holding. Or where, or where Saliba was or wasn't there. The mistaken against West Ham, his distribution has been wayward. He's not making the right decisions with the ball. So I, I don't know how much you can attribute Holding's presence in the team for parties. You know, a couple of my friends say party's been playing drunk. That's how he looks on the, <laughs> uh, on, the, on, the yeah. on the pitch. But I do think, in other sense, that there's a there's a kind of intangible sense of security there. When someone in the back four is a little bit wobbly, it just spreads. It's a bit like a, a little disease, you know yeah. what I mean? And Kiwio just has certain attributes, his speed, um, he seems to be comfortable on the ball and, the, you know, both of them being left footers doesn't seem to, to be much of an issue. Yeah. I think one thing people need to realise as well, someone made a good point to me this week, that Gabriel's job on that side is a little bit different because of where Sinjenko drifts in and does the inverted piece. He's probably got a little bit more work to do on that side. He's got slightly different work to do on that side than Saliba does. So he's, he's doing a couple of jobs there. Um, between Zinzenko and Saka and Saka being on his side I think when we replace Saka you will see Gabriel's job become a little bit easier because it'll be slightly more athletic cover for for, for Zinzenko but, but yeah I would have been very annoyed if we lost that game I think there was still a little bit of shaky game management there there's no way they should have scored should have should have kept a clean sheet there but but yeah just back to coming back to winning ways I'm sure we'll touch on the second game uh, of the week but yeah yeah. That's my thoughts on and, that. And what I would say is that going into that game, even though Chelsea were not particularly good in form, I think Arteta had to make changes to the starting eleven, just based on the performances that yeah. had happened prior to that game. Mm. So it's good to see he wasn't kind of stubborn and stuck in his ways mm. in terms of right. Let me yeah. let me see if these boys can get out of the right themselves. Like he he brought in Jorginho, um, took out holding, and it it, it paid off. Like you, like you said, to a degree, his, his hand was forced, right? So you can't have a poor run of games where we had and then continue playing the same team, hoping it's going to eventually fix itself. So I think those two major changes um, played a mess, massive part, particularly the um, Partey one. Not as much, again, I know you guys think the, the Rob Holden one made, made a massive deal, but I think he played fairly decent in the games that we dropped points. Um, obviously, everyone played rubbish um, in the game against Man City, but I think the party one is the, the telling one. And the game against Newcastle yesterday, which we're going to touch on in a second, showed that Jorginho isn't just there to make up numbers. And a lot of people, when we first signed him, thought, oh, Jorginho, why are we getting another player from Chelsea's Walsh is this and the other? Jorginho, for me, when we're trying to keep the ball, is probably one of our best players. Yeah, his ball retention. Amazing. Is, is, is very good. Mm. So, right, just moving on to the rest of the midweek fixtures last week. So, we had uh, Manchester City v West Ham. I know the Arsenal men in the room were hoping they would get a favour from West Ham, but it turned out to be pretty routine for Manchester City. Goals from Ake, Haaland and Foden. Haaland breaking the Premier League goal-scoring record. He'd been devastating this year. It was a nice touch that he got a... 
nice touch that he got a God of Honor from his own team after the game. Nice touch from Pep there. Um, any thoughts on the game, Mark? I know you were hoping West Ham would do your favour, as I said. Listen, it's one of those things, yeah? Like you always say, like, it's the hope that kills you, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, man. I, myself and Isaac have been there. Yeah. Either um, hunting City or being hunted by your City. Your PTSD, and I've been saying it for so long now, your PTSD isn't our PTSD, but I think it is now our PTSD. Yeah. I've, I've, I've come to the point of realizing. Hopefully, we can still win it. It's not. It's not. It's not doom and gloom just yet. We're still a couple of points behind them. I think if Everton can do a job, again, hoping kills you. But if Everton do a job, if other teams do a job, we can still win it. But I did think West Ham, the way they've been playing, could probably nick something. And in if you watch that game, they had like they had opportunities to score, right? Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Like, but Man City are always gonna eventually just kill you and. They just made it look easy. Yeah. So I... Uh, the thing is, right, the reason why I don't think you lot are going to catch them is because... Bro, you didn't think we was going to catch them when we was 11 points clear. <laughs> How does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> Confidence. Listen, they're gone, right? They're they're in the distance. That's how, that's how bad it is. And the reason why I've, I don't think you lot are going to catch them, number one, um, they're in full steam mode. Now, they're challenging for the Prem, they're challenging for the Champions League. Um, FA Cup. And the FA Cup. They cannot afford slip-ups. They're in their rhythm now. And I don't think, um, I think literally anyone that gets in front of them, whether it's steamrolling or whether it's them literally um, just, you know, scraping wins, you're not going to But that could also them. be their downfall though, no? Nah. You don't agree? Nah. They're playing uh, so many... They've, they've got Everton sandwiched they've got, in between... They've got a squad yeah. big enough to handle yeah, yeah, all of true. that. They've that's, got that's real... Not yeah, the just, squad depth. Not true. just um, like, you know, like how Liverpool had, which was yeah. just our first 11 and then, yeah. you know, players good enough to kind of fill, fill in. They've got players that can say, right, Grealish out, Mahrez in, Foden... Mm. Just for the sake of it as well. Not li- because they're playing bad, just to say how change it up. Stones out, mm. Ake, uh, Akanji in, mm. or Diaz, or Laporte. Or yeah. They've got and they all performed to a high level. from front yeah. to back. Alvarez is better playing a second fiddle to Haaland. Alvarez would start in any most, squad in, yeah, in, most, in, most in, teams in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So uh, that's why I feel like they just won't catch them at this point. They've got what? They've and got there's no drop off. Four games? And there's no drop off in execution. No. Zero drop off in execution. This like, is it. Whoever comes in, whoever starts, whoever comes on, they, they bring their own flavor to it. So, yes, you know. Grealish would do what he's doing in the wing. You bring on Mares, mm. he does it, but in his own way, he's chopping. You know, he's he's turning people inside out. It's just it, this. Uh, you know, we chose the wrong year. This might be final form. KDB didn't even play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. now they got four games left. City in the league, and basically we need them to drop points in two games. Two out of four. I can't really see it. I can't see mm. it. At they can even afford. Well, we need them to lose, right? They need because even if they draw one and lose one. They can afford. No. They will still, yeah, no, we can come. Still win a goal difference. We yeah, can, so they can they can draw two and win two and win the league. Yeah, so we need them to we need them to lose one and draw one out of four yeah. games. So I, I can't yeah. see it. I can't. Let me say the Premier League is is very up and down. So we never know. If we lose it, I just want us to tr- just to, like we like we played yesterday. Just look like we're trying. Yeah, because I don't want Man United or Newcastle to finish a couple points behind us. Like I said last pod, just look like we've tried. Yeah, and finish a couple points behind City rather than couple points ahead of Man United or nah I can't do that fair enough um, 
Liverpool won Fulham nil last week. Fortunate penalty, would you say, Isaac? Or nil done? <sighs> nil done, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's been a bit of discourse. Like, I was, I was watching the game. And in real time, I thought it was a, a nailed on penalty. Mm. Look back at the replays, you can say Darwin's kind of left his leg out a little bit because he knows the contact's coming. Some say that's good gamesmanship. Some say it's taking it a bit too far. But if you get given those penalties, you've got to take it. Salah scored again. That, w- that was his 29th. Obviously, he scored again this weekend. We'll come on to that. But yeah, Liverpool playing well. Um, go back to my boy Trent. That role for him. Worst right back everyone's ever seen. Your boy Trent. What did he become your now, boy? Now he's his boy. Yeah. Listen. To be fair, Trent's been my boy. Listen. I'll say, I'll always call him out when he had a, a good game. But this new role that he's been put into, the boy's cooking. No. You have to give him yeah. a colour. You have to give him that. Do you see Trent. it as um, sustainable? As in, do you, going forward, do you think he can it's have this question. role? So, if you look at the stats that were presented at the weekend, he's number one. So, for April, he's number one in forward passes, chance creations, everything. Assists. That's and that, yeah. that, that's in the Premier League. Mm. I think putting him back... Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Yeah, I saw those stats. What, what, <laughs> why, why was April fixed? Why did they start April? Because that's, that's when he started playing that position. But that's, that's you that's can only he started playing start that position when he's yeah. starting yeah. the position. You can only do that. So yeah, you tried it. Mm. So, you tried it. You tried it. So, so the, the April period is justified, and I think based on those stats, it would be a real regression to put him back as an orthodox. Question: right What does Gareth Southgate now do with him? Don't pick him. So I don't. I don't think he's played there long enough for Gareth to put him in the picture for that. But I think. If he continues in that vein next season, there'll be no doubt about. So the difference between March and April is vast, vast enough, in my opinion, to go. All right, he's back in contention for something. You can't, and the reason why I say that is because it's not like it's James Madison trying to play his way into the squad, or it's Conor Gallagher trying to get a look in, or someone that's new and up and coming. He's been there, done that. He's proven. He's won trophies. He's, you know, he's been a key component of the England squad before. Um, he's played his way back into form. Why would you not look at him for the next selection and go, right, maybe let's try something. Because his friendly's coming up, right? Yeah, that's right. Right, cool. Let's try something different. Is, South, is Southgate um, agile enough to play that sort of formation? I, don't I was just about to say <laughs> I was about to say, you're assuming... Like I like that selection of wording. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Bro. So, you're, you're assuming he's got the techers to make use of Trent's this new, what <laughs> so, so new position. Well, no, my, not my necessarily the position. My retort to that would be not the inverted midfielder. This is it. Play him as a midfielder. This, that's yeah. exactly okay, what okay, so yeah, That's going to be my question. Yeah. Yeah. Who, ahead of who? Because he's okay, not defensively so, better than, than um, Rice. He's not defensively better than um, Jude Bellingham. No, Dean Saunders said that he's better than both of them. He said he's better than Rice. Okay, defensively? As a, mm-hmm. a, he, Dean Saunders, yeah, he was on the radio. Uh, he was on the radio so saying said that, that, <laughs> that, that he's better than Jude and he's better than Rice and he should be in midfield. Attack okay. It. Okay, let me, let me throw this out mm. at you. England friendly, doesn't really matter what happens because it's a friendly. Would, we, you, would, you play, play. would you play a midfield of Bellingham, Rice and Trent? Yeah, because you just said it All doesn't day. matter. All day. <laughs> it doesn't but, matter. But do you think, but do you think that would be a sustainable midfield going forward. No, no. 
Why not? But what because, I would because, say, so go on. Sorry, what, not, not, Jay sh- shaking his head. Right. Usually there. Let, go let me go with Jay for that. The only reason I say that is because if you look at where England have fallen down, it's been at the sharp end against the best or or what we call the top teams, yeah. right? As much as we this Gareth and his uh, his love for certain players and his selection, his record is impeccable in terms of um, qualifying games, etc. Yeah. I don't know if you want to roll out a Trent, Rice and Bellingham uh, <laughs> midfield so what against the, the team. Because I me, don't know if so. I'd say defensively, you've got Rice who can who's good at covering the ball. You've got Bellingham mm-hmm. who can attack because he can essentially do the box to box. And you've got yeah, the, legs, the legs of Trent who can stay in the middle and spray the ball. So where, where do is you that see the all he's doing though? Just spraying the ball? What else that's, is he doing? That's, yeah. where your problem is. that's where your problem is. So you've got, yeah. like you said, you've got Rice who's doing an anchorman role. Yeah. You've got Bellingham who can go box to box. And then you've got Trent. You, you just said legs and spray. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love Trent and that's my boy, <laughs> Scars is unite. Um, you need more than that. You need okay. a... Ball carrier. You need a Modric type player, or you need a David Silva type player, or you need you need a uh, Cam, right? You got it's got to be. It's all about balance in that middle. As I explained, my what I was going to finish to say was, if Trent plays there, if that what he becomes when he plays there, that's it now. You know, Mm. when he stays at the ball, he goes somewhere else. He refines it over a whole year in every competition. Prem, CR, that, 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 that. And yeah, you're right. Then it's different. And it's a different thing of where Gareth won't do it until he has to. We've seen it three or four times. Yeah. And the way his teams play, they're not most progressive. They very much relies on pace. And you know, when it, when it's a low block, we've got a play through team. England don't crack that. Not it doesn't work that way because we don't have to. Let's just say, yeah. But let's just say yeah, no. And also his way of playing doesn't encourage him to try and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence why it took Madison to effectively. Be the uh, the shining light in the relegation team before, <laughs> before, before, before he got picked. But I think it's a great credit to Trent. I think it's even though it's a little bit belated. I think it's great credit to Cop as well to make that change. Like some of the greatest managers, they're the, some of the most stubborn. But it makes sense why they're so stubborn because what they're doing is what's brought them their success, right? But I think it's credit to to Klopp for changing it. Some would argue a little bit late, but great credit to Trent. Um, it's not. It sounds like it's a few meters, but. Anyone that's kickball knows moving from one position in the pitch to another and doing it at that level must must be totally different. I don't care how often you do it in training. When you're doing it in a pressure situation when the team hasn't been doing well, fair play to. But Southgate's not going to do it. Sorry, in short. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Um, just what I want to explain is that with Trent, to actually be doing what he's doing now, right back to inverted and in midfield, is a completely different job to actually be in the midfield. Mm. The thing is, at the moment, he's going in there, he's the spare man. So he's actually not being accounted for. Mm. So he's got the time, he's got the space. If he actually started as one of the midfielders, he then needs to do the job that all the rest of the midfielders are doing. And that's completely different. So I don't think you could put him in there for England as a midfielder. He would have to play for Liverpool as a midfielder for a while first to get used to it. Because at the moment, he's kind of, it's like Zinchenko. When he goes in there, He's the spare man. He's got he's got time, space. That's a lot easier to yeah. play. So we would I would I would not put him in there as a midfielder, but for England yeah. maybe as the inverted. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how it mm. goes. What Klopp does going forward mm. after this season, mm. I think he's going to play there for the rest of the season. But 
We'll be looking to see what happens next season for Liverpool and England. And then finally, the last game from last week. Um, Brighton won, Manchester United. Oh, nil. my God. Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ooh. I think everyone knew this wouldn't be an easy game for Manchester United. <laughs> just the way Brighton were playing going into the game. Man United played okay. Not in the best of form, but they've, they've been doing okay. But Brighton were really good in this game. Oh, really good. Oh, so, they wanted their So many back. chances. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Who wants to take the floor with this one? Who wants to... Uh... Go on, Isaac. Quick summary. Quick summary. Right. I, 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 I can't really be quick about this, but I will. Um, <laughs> we got another chance to cook them later, so it's uh, fine. No, no, can no, be no, cook no, on no. This we've, got some, we've got something for that. <laughs> <laughs> we've got something for that. Um, I, I, do you know what? Do you know what is right? After seeing Brighton cook Wolves, mm. I knew this was. I knew they were going to come away with three points against United. Um, they were they were on a good run of forms. You, I felt like, as a fan and as a player, I would have felt like you know we deserved more from that FA Cup game. As um, a Brighton fan and player, yeah, we deserved more because they. I mean, if you watch that game, yeah, they were yeah. by, by and large the better team. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I definitely, I think that was the basis of why I felt like right, this, they're really going to come back and show United what's what. Um, albeit it was just a one nil. Um. This United team, they're just, they've got a new manager in. He's shown signs of a philosophy. He's shown signs of a direction. But deep down, I, I can't see much has changed from the Oli days. I can't see much has changed from wow. the David Moyes days. Even. From Ooh. the David Moyes days? Ooh. A bit harsh. A bit it's harsh, harsh, but you know, it is what it is. So do you think that's mainly down to the personnel? So Ten Hag brought in... Here from his own side, and he's brought in Anthony, Malasia, Malasia, Cas- Casemiro, Cas- Martinez, Casemiro, and Martinez. Mm. So that's four. And you could arguably say they needed more signings. Like who was the interim? Ralph. Yeah, when said it. they needed ten. They need to cut the whole team. He no, said they needed ten players to challenge. Ralph and was he, right, and he's mm. only brought in four or five. They need a new keeper. Let's just be most honest. De- most definitely. <laughs> wow, they need a new keeper. Um, and it's really bad that he's, that he's, put, he's in line to get the uh, the Golden Glove, isn't it? They're saying yeah, that he's yeah, that's yeah. weird, man. That is so bad. Um, they need a new keeper. They need... <laughs> Harry Maguire needs to go. They need to ship him out. First class. Yeah, no, res- no return to sender. <laughs> um, they need... Uh, I mean, their midfield... They need strikers. <laughs> They, they, oh, they, they need number nine. <laughs> they need. Do you know what? I'm. I'm. I'm at a loss for words because I'm trying to think. They just need a whole new team. Literally, it's that bad. It's, it's, it's that bad. bad. They're playing their be best honest. left back at centre back. That should say a lot. Despite having um, England's best centre back on the bench, it's mad. Oh, it's crazy. It's it's mad. crazy. Jay, you got anything to chip in with? Well, I think. I think it's, uh, we all thought that Brighton was going to do a job, but. I'm not sure how that manifested in the actual game. I mean, a 99th minute penalty doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily kind of show that that Brighton kind of came and executed. You know, Man United almost got away with a draw, essentially, right? Like a 99th minute penalty. Yeah. I think Ten Hag was yeah. very happy leaving there with a draw, a point after the point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so by the end of the day, yeah, a win's a win. Uh, three points is three points. Um, but I think if Man United 
And we're going to talk about the weekend results as well. But if Man United end up um, letting this slip away, absolute, absolute travesty. I think they're in a they're in a slightly similar spot to Arsenal in the sense of I think if Ten Hag doesn't have the exact eleven he needs to play, then he's just filling in with players where the drop off is a little is, is quite steep, yeah. um, and and that plays out. Uh, when they play games like when they play against teams like Brighton, where you know they, they rotate all their best players the game before and they they absolutely annihilate a team. So 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 yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Brighton bolster that team and kind of take this to the next level. So let's see how they finish. I don't think they're going to get top four, but um, but yeah, the result we all thought is what it was what was going to happen. But the way it manifested was it was close. Really. Like you know, they were literally second. From, yeah. I mean, I think they made the decision after the final whistle <laughs> for the pen, right? That's how close it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. So, that's the handball from Shaw. Do you think it's just a madness? Lapse of, madness. Lapse of, lapse absolute, of concentration? Absolute madness. I can't believe he done that in the last minute, the, the last corner when of the game. You can't believe he did that. Did it look intentional to you? Because it kind of looked intentional to me. Yeah, to me, it looked like he just put his, he just like he had a bozo moment, like one of them moments <laughs> where you just don't know what he did. He panic that. But the thing is, where the ball was, even if the Brighton player headed it, he wasn't going to score from out there. Mm. He, he's, it's like, I think he just panicked. I think he was under mm. the ball, panicked, and just put his arm up. I couldn't believe it. It's a case yeah. of what, why is your hand there in that situation, basically? Yeah. Is there, is there not um, room to, for, because you know when you jump up, right, your arms are in the air already, but if you kind of feel like a push in the back, your arms kind of, no, you know? Nah, nah, it wasn't. So blatant, he blatantly it was blatant. To, uh, it was blatant. Uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, he done it well, because I didn't even see it in, in real time. And the yeah, referee, obviously, yeah, the referee obviously didn't, didn't see it. Yeah, so, yeah. obviously, VAR, you can't get away with that kind of stuff no more. But yeah, he would have got away with it. Yeah, I was shocked. Because mm. after the, the ball came across the box from which Brighton player it was, they were like, oh, they did a check for a handball. And I was like, I don't even remember. Yeah, that, that. But I was, the same reaction. Because it was so odd, far on from the corner. But yeah, it's a bit of a, a crazy moment. Can we um, talk about that penalty, though? Is that not one of the best penalties you've ever seen? It is for me. It that, was. He wrapped, <laughs> wrapped his foot around that. And I think it was Jamie Redknapp on punditry. He said that's one of the best penalties I've ever seen Jeez, <laughs> in man. professional football. And to be fair, the pressure cooker moment, isn't it? Like, your, your team's still chasing a Champions yeah. League or top European spot. I mean, is fair? that pressure any worse than a World Cup final? Um, it's true, but they all kind of count in it. It's not as up there. You've, yes. been, like, you've, you've been to the highest <laughs> mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've looked out across the uh, the uh, landscape, yeah. and you've come back down to deal with this regular <laughs> Premiership. Did he score? Did he score his pen? He scored his pen in the World Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah after that, everything's calm, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's not up there with the World Cup, obviously. But I think last kick of the game, you want to make sure your team nah, with three yeah. points as opposed to yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. And um, yeah. Man United fans. No, but the World Cup that prepares you for that, right? The World Cup. That's, that's what I mean. So I'm not saying it in a, as a slight. I'm saying. You know, maybe the World Cup uh, experiences helped him mm. for that the moments like that. Final whistle is gone. You are literally the last kick of the game. It's nil nil. You swing your boot and you get three points or one. And that the World Cup is probably sharpened it. Yeah, I think if that's me taking that pen, the pressure's making me just hit it hard at the goal, straight down the middle. Wrapping up. If that hits the post and goes out, he's. <laughs> no. He's annoyed. But wow. yeah, Bang United fans will tell you that the gay's record in penalties is very poor. Finals. Standard Premiership games, he hasn't got a good record. Anyone using goals not saving that, but I hear yeah. I, I think a lot of goalies struggle with penalties nowadays. You know, I don't know whether they don't exactly. do enough enough work on it and that. But I no, think 
they've, they've got their they've got yeah, their information but, on bottles and stuff, bro. That's the yeah. way of playing. But bro, the game, man, right? the striker does his job, but the keeper should even have a chance. Yeah, true, like, true, yeah, yeah, true, true. yeah exactly. Yeah, so when they say keeper, yeah, when they say keepers don't do well and stuff, I'm just like, well, hold on. <laughs> you know, if, true. if the penalty taker does his job, then unless it's an absolutely fantastic save, which happens more um, uh, less often than they do, then. You know, unless he's never said they put it in his career, I, I, I don't understand that this culture about goalkeepers being mm. poor at ends. Mm. You know, unless someone can say, oh, these are 10 pens, other keepers would have saved that. He didn't say, fair enough. But generally, you always hear professionals tell you, if you're doing your job, striker, should, you should not miss penalties. You always hear the top players say, you should not be missing penalties. Oh. And I've never missed any, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that wraps no. up uh, last week's fixtures. <laughs> Right, so moving on to the weekend fixtures. Quite an eventful round of games in the Premiership this this weekend gone. So let's start off with Newcastle v Arsenal. Come on, boys. <laughs> I myself was expecting a very good game, and I think it was. I think if you look at the start of the game, before the Newcastle penalty incident, in my head I thought, whoever scores first in this game is going to win the game. Um, the penalty incident happens. Sorry, Newcastle hit the post before the penalty, don't they? Murphy with a, a good effort. Newcastle get the penalty. Then it's turned over by the referee going to VAR screen to have a look. And I think that kind of kills Newcastle momentum. They started the game really well. Mm. Didn't get that penalty. They went a bit flat. And then Odegaard, who's had a really good season in my eyes, turned up. Some people will, will disagree. That's not meme news. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at, at the end of the season, <laughs> Arsenal score and then the game kind of goes in Arsenal's favour. Mm. So, T, what, what are your thoughts on the Arsenal performance? Now, you've been, I wouldn't say you've been critical of, Ars- of Arsenal of late, but you said they need to tweak things. What, what, what have you seen the difference in the last two games for Arsenal? Um, I think Arteta got the, the belief back in the players, made them, you know, believe a bit more. Um, after this was the one game that I really wanted Arsenal to turn up to, and we did. I thought it was going to be a high with emotion, the fans. It was going to be a like it's going to be a tough game, a very tough game. Um, but we done what we needed to do. Um, yeah. Do you, do you think it? Do. do you think it's a case of as we, we 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 mentioned earlier? Do you think it's a case of Arteta giving confidence back to the players? Or making the right changes. I think it's better. With both. like holding being taken out, Kibio coming in, Jorginho coming in, party going out. We don't know what he's been seeing in training, innit? Mm. So he might have thought that my man wasn't ready yet. Yeah. That's it. Just wasn't ready yet. Holding is dead. Holding does know he isn't up to scratch of what we have. Saliba and Gabriel and the other guy looks definitely better than him at the moment, but what he's probably seen in training wasn't, might not have been ready. So beyond Kiwior mm. and Holding, do you not have any other depth in terms of centre-backs? Like, mm. is there anyone else? Maybe uh, Ben White, Tomiyasu. We've, we've got players that can play there, but I mean, Ben White now almost looks like a natural right-back. Yeah. Um, Tomiyasu is a right-back and can play left-back. <coughs> he can fill in that centre-back, but I mean, push come to shove. The reason we bought Kivior in the first place is to play centre-back, right? And Tierney, to be fair. Tierney can he's, play he's there, done yeah. It as yeah. Well. yeah. We got players that can play there, but natural centre-backs... We've Do you think that's going to cut it next season? Nah, no, we, no, we need to go shopping and shopping hard. 
So, but he looks good. He does so, look good. He didn't look good early in the season though. When we played him in um, the Europa League, yeah, he looked a bit shaky. I think when we played him in the game against Sporting Lisbon, I wasn't sold. There's one challenge he went up for a header. Um, him and Ramsdale just done some mad calamity and was more um, give you all to blame. But no, he, he does look good. He does look good. He looked um, okay in the World Cup. I've not. I didn't watch him like particularly, but I did uh, a bit of YouTube scouting. Um, on him um, <laughs> and obviously you can't really tell if a player's good based on that but I think in spells he's played he's played well he's got a good ping on him he's got pace decent um, backup isn't he? he's a decent he's, well he's a decent backup um, but he's definitely better than uh, Rob Holding so no so I was going to say you said that you need reinforcements in the centre back yeah. area do you sign someone who is the same level as Saliba and no. Gabriel? We need to find. We need to sign some. We're going to the next level. This is Champions League, right? Wow. You need to sign someone better than the two of them. We need to sign someone that's going to give both of those players competition. Because even though I love I Saliba and um, Gabriel, they've both got mistakes in them. They're both still a bit, I'd say, immature football wise. Um, and yeah, you just need to be able to rotate it. Rotate. I so, think I'd like someone a bit older, uh, experienced, a veteran role. Definitely, just like Jordina. What, like, uh, like a Jordina in defence? Yeah, exactly yeah. that. I feel like that yeah. will be perfect that if one of them two got injured, mm. that, that vet just comes in, slots yeah. in. Sil- oh. Silver? What, from Chelsea? That's, no, that would be perfect. But what, from Chelsea? We, we couldn't get him. No, no, no. So you don't mean him, but someone of that ilk. Yeah. I mean. yeah, Silver okay. is mm. probably the best player that Chelsea has. Well, to be yeah, fair, yeah. his contract's up. No, let's not go there. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, would, I wouldn't go that far. Let's not go there. But you, actually, I, mean, I wouldn't. Actually, I, 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 I mean, actually, I wouldn't be mad at it though. I wouldn't mm, be mad at it. Mm, I wouldn't be mad at it. We're not paying those wages, bro. We're not paying those. Jay, are you in agreement in terms of the the calibre of centre backs? So the, the reason why I was surprised Mark said you needed someone better is because both Saliba and Gabriel were highly rated amongst Arsenal fans. So to say that you need someone better than them, I'm a little bit shocked at. So what's your take on it? Well, no, the logic rings, rings, rings through. We've seen teams, when you want to play Prem, you want to play Prem at the same level again this season. Plus do well in the Champions League. You know, the, the, and do well in FA Cup. I know the main position, the defence got to be the basis of that. I just think at the moment though, Eddie and Arteta are probably going to try and focus on, on the full-back position. Like if they've got budgets to get three or four players of a certain level in, I think the, I think replacing Tomiyasu because the injury record means mm-hmm. he's not you know kind of reliably yeah. uh, part of the squad. I think that's something where they're going to spend. And I everyone keeps talking about team you get moving on, and there's usually no smoke about fire. So I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a very decent spend at fullback, and then um, a lot of money splashed on centre mid. So so yeah, and the ideal world, Tomiyasu right. I think we get someone in who's been there, done that. He doesn't have to play all 60-something games. Mm-hmm. But in the big games, in the right games, um, he plays. He needs to move to a back three, gives Arteta that option. So you get you get a Thiago like I was gonna say Ramos, but he's been an absolute disaster for PSG. But <laughs> um, you know, someone someone who is like, he might not even be better, but he's done what Salim and Gabriel do at a high level mm. more consistently. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I just think the way things are padding out, I think they're gonna buy two full backs. Big money centre mid, maybe even two, and you might even see a striker like a, like a Tony esque. Don't want you running around. <laughs> All you do is run in a straight line to the penalty spot at back. I think that's what we will see. So it's interesting you said striker because I'm gonna 
just touch on Jesus's performance in the game. He done well. I I wasn't particularly enamored with his performance mm. in the game. Like he'll give you legs, he'll give you the energy, but do you think Arsenal were missing a solid number nine? Prolific striker. In that game, as someone who's played striker before, oi, oi. looking at <laughs> looking at JC's, he's doing so. I'm seeing him in left back. I'm seeing him right back. I'm seeing him come back into the midfield. But then after the game, as a striker, I thought to myself, Saka had chances. Odegaard had chances. Martinelli had chances. We created so many chances. I can't remember Jesus having one shot on the goal. He had one shot on target. He had one shot on target. I can't even remember it. I can't, and that's what I'm saying. As a striker, it comes a bit, I can't even remember you having a shot, yet your team had loads of chances. I think he just needs to get a bit more goal for it. He needs to... He's doing a lot, and I appreciate what he's doing for the team, but I think he just needs to try and stay closer to the goal and get chances, because we need that as well. Question based on that. If at the beginning of the season, when this was all ticking nicely, did you have a gripe with that? Because... He helped. No Arsenal one did. No one. Had no one did. But he no was. But at the beginning of the season, he was. That's not true. Not no one. That's not true. <laughs> you, John. Just you. We had we had this conversation in the group. There were seats in the group. <laughs> me, you, me, you team. We had this this conversation. Do you remember? Yeah. One of the main reasons we started recording the pod. Well, it, it worked, right? It worked to Arteta's Art- plan. This is this is what Arteta. It's the kind of striker Arteta wanted. He didn't want someone's going to stand up there and. Hold okay, the so here's here's sorry to cut you, but here's uh, the, the the gripe I have with that because. I've been watching, um, I've been keeping tabs on uh, Lacazette in the mm. French League. He's doing well. I think he's doing more than well. He's top top goal scorer. It's the French League. Are you really comparing? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, 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 no. It's no, true, no. though. No, no, no. There's there's the French League, right? Yeah. And then there's actually watching and like the eye test, as they say. Maybe the shackles are off, isn't it? Maybe he's a bit more free. In Characters, though, as well. Mm. I don't know how he was at Arsenal. He might have not really... I hear that. Covered. But to David, that's his point. If you had Lacazette in this squad... The way he's playing now, oh Jesus Christ! I yeah. think you'd, have, I think you'd, have, I think you'd have won the top by now. And I'll just go here. off. I'll go off of you know that was when he was here, but obviously you have to take into context, right? Arteta's coming and he's implementing his he's style. Is implementing his style and da 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 and whatnot. And obviously maybe he's not given. Like you might say he's given Lacazette a chance, but. Really, I don't think he did. So what right? you're saying is, I think, I think, I think, I think if you, no, but I think if Lacazette you if, in this Arsenal team, I think Lacazette in this Arsenal team yeah, with the confidence he, and the, and the, the confidence and the flair he's got now, he might he's have, doing, he's, do, but he's doing at Leon, he's doing everything that does. Is just he looks, he looks different though. He's looked like he's he's trimmed himself. He looks like he's, he's been, in, he's, he's aggressive he's, yeah. in front of goal. Mm. He knows where the goal is. He like, might be taking football ta- more seriously but, 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 now. At Arsenal, he wasn't. Yeah, but then that's my point was if if. They would, if Arteta had, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs. All I know is what was on the I mean, they offered him Amazon a deal, documentary. By the way. All they, I know, all I know is what was on the yeah. Amazon documentary, right? If, yeah. if I, if, if, if he'd have managed to just get this Lacazette in this Arsenal team, I think, I think that would have been I've seen him because finish some, I've seen his finishing sometimes. It's been serious, but yeah. he just didn't do it enough at, when he was here. And I don't know. Well, you can't go three months without a shot on target, and they, and then the yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> there you go, I forgot yeah. about that. So, so Jay, no, no. I went three months without a shot on target, and now he's trim. Now he's banging in goal. Like, so what? What was the problem? Why couldn't you do that at Arsenal? Jay, let me throw this out to you. I think that speaks to yeah, both yeah. of our points. To be honest, yeah, yeah, it's true. Would you, mm, true, true. Would you sacrifice Jesus 
alternating with Martelli on the left and bringing a number nine who you know can Crazy. score goals. No way. Well, what, so what, this what, is the point I was going to make. I, I think we have to look at this slightly differently. I think if you think about the philosophy that Arteta helped cultivate at City pre-Harland, yeah, mm. it was about multiple people creating chances and being in position to take to take chances, right? It, it wasn't about a one strike. Even Kun, whilst he was there, scored a lot of goals, but you could see that, uh, you know, Pep wasn't wedded to that. So I'm not surprised that actually he wants a lot of people who are going to work very, very hard and that the chances get created. And the idea is anyone they fall to have their quality to finish them off. So it doesn't surprise me. So as much as I used to, you know, chirp with Torella about this early in the season, to be fair to Arteta, that is the philosophy he came with. I think he will progress it a little bit. And I think if, if Teddy didn't have the better situation, I'm speculating here, but if a striker like Teddy becomes available or Vlahovic becomes available again, then I think you're right. I think what happened to his use at City, James at City, happened there. Now yeah, he's and an that's option. why I mentioned it because you see yeah, yeah. what I, I, Jesus was when he left City. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I think that's what happens. Arteta didn't bring him in to do that role that he kind of done at the tail end of his City career. Yeah. But yeah. I could potentially see Arsenal getting a number nine and Jesus being a more of a support role, even if he's not out on the left, maybe like at a, yeah. a ten kind of role. At, at the at the yeah, at the um, expense of who? Martinelli. I'd say I, I think the front three, Martinelli. Mm. I think Martinelli and Saka get rotated a lot more next season. There's too many games. So off the left, and, so games. have him on the left coming into the yeah, central yeah. role. Yeah. Mm. So basically, where he plays anyway, he moves around too much though to be on the wing. How we play so with wings, they stay there. So then, why not focus on just making him more central focused? Because I think he Fox. works now. It, what he's doing yeah. now, he work. It works. Okay, maybe a bit of both. Like say, okay, still do that, but remember, because Kun done the same. Kun was. About, but mm. he was always in that box when, mm. it, when it mattered. So, T, do you think? No, you're right. Go on, no, I'm going to say you're right. That maybe that's something they work on in, in, in preseason. But I think the T's point. I think in where we are at our stage and the way games are going, Arteta enjoyed the extra man and that work yeah. that he was giving, kind of behind the ball. But to your point, T, if he's out there and we've seen him do it, he has to be more disciplined on that side. We've seen him do that before he comes out, so they kind of change the discipline. And then he's almost got someone to kind of feed off on the inside. I'd love to see Saka and him or Martellini and him or Saka and Martellini have a central man in the middle to kind of feed off around. Yeah. You know, that kind of, you know, Vlaovic type, uh, uh, you know, Ireland type kind of player. Someone with a bit of physical presence, but they are hungry to finish. They want to they score goals. So I wouldn't be surprised if at the right level, maybe 80 to 90 million, someone comes up. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that deal. Wouldn't be surprised. Especially now we've got central mid. Mm, so T, I was just going to say, do you think Jesus is working too hard at the minute. Obviously, he came back from a long injury. Arsenal were still in the title race. Do you think he's putting too much into his game where at the start of the season, he was a bit more relaxed? So even though you said he was he was being busy, but he was still getting in the box and putting the ball in that where the last few games, he he doesn't seem to be the focal point of what you want Arsenal's attack to be. Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like you can't change him, man. He just is, he is what he is, isn't it? I don't think, I don't, I, I don't know. You lot say, oh yeah, teach him how to just do one thing, like stay in the box or that. But I don't think you can, bruv. Mm. Like just how he plays football, he just goes with that's the his, flow. That's, his that's too him, he's he set. can't, he's set. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when we were saying, when he first came back from injury and we was like, 
why does Arteta keep taking him off? Because yeah. he has to. Because yeah, he's not going to, oh, do you know what? I just come back from an injury. Let me just chill out. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no, he's going to yeah, gonna yeah, run to left back. He's going to run to right yeah. back. He's going to go. Give 100%. Every, that's just the player he is, isn't it? So I feel like he, he, in this team, you're always going to get chances, isn't it? He might not be the, the most clinical finisher, but he's going to get some goals. He's going to get chances. He's going to get goals. We saw Enketia come in. It looked like, oh my gosh. He's going to take Jay, like Jesus' spot. Never. Because he's a better finisher and he was doing a bit of the hard work. Mm. So he was doing a bit of what you lot are saying now. Try and stay more in the, in mm. the, in the box and finish. And we saw it with his finishing and stuff like that. And he was doing the hard work. So, but you can't, you can't replace what, what someone like Jesus gives you. A lot of players that just don't do that. Yeah. Just can't just keep running just nonstop. You don't have to tell them to run. Yeah. He just does it. Yeah. You can't. He, he ain't even thinking about should I run. He just does it. Yeah. It is what it is. So, perfect player in certain aspects and other aspects, not as great. But yeah, I think I'm you take taking away from him. his game if you if you tell him to stop doing one part you of. Can't. You take away from his game big time. So mm. I think he, eventually he's gonna have to though. Well, as he gets older, yeah, 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 yeah. time, isn't it? Yeah. Isaac, Isaac, do you think that it's a thing of? The chances he does get, he just needs to be more clinical. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah, or do you right. just think that he's just yeah. not in the position to even get the chances in the first? No, place? no, no. I think he's good question. I think he it's a chances, bit of both. I think he gets mm. chances. Uh, he's, he 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 clearly um, displayed that at the start of the season. Mm. To your point about re- being relaxed, um, he clearly because he was putting some, he was putting away some goals. Yeah, he was. You know, um, I think to T's point, it's a case of he's come back. He's a hundred. He's doing a hundred percent. And it's just, maybe it's just a little mindset change. Um, it's not a case of he doesn't know where the goal is. So I think it's a bit of both. I think he's just, he needs to be a bit more selfish, aggressive in front of goal. Um, I think he does. Yeah. I think he snatches at a lot of chances though. Yeah, so I he think does. he is, he has got that greed. He wants to score. Oh, okay. Um, I think he does everything. That's maybe the problem. I think he does everything. He does it well as well. Like, we're saying we need a guy up there like a Tony, hold up the ball, more focal point, whatever, whatever. Even when you stick that ball up to him, come in that, he holds up that ball. Yeah, People play mad. off of him. It's mad. Yeah, so what I would say is that you say he does everything, but I think he's in an Arsenal team where he doesn't need to do everything mm. because you've got enough talented players around him to do some of the jobs he does. And going forward into next season, I don't think he should be in a position where he has to do anything. I think you hopefully want to make the signings. But don't you think the other players feed off of what he does as well? I was just about to say His energy, what he does, other players feed off of I understand that, that, but that shouldn't be a, a basis for every game. Like, I shouldn't have to go into a game and want Mark to do... 10 out of 10 for me to raise my game. Me and Mark have been doing that for a <laughs> we, was, we was doing that for a we, we got the energy out there, mate. Uh, uh, yeah, we we had the energy out there, mate. Yeah, Mark, I what, what I would say with, with Jason, though, with, um, with his finishing and his goal ratio, that's been consistent in his career. At Man City, with Brazil, he's never been a clinical striker. I don't think you can turn him into a clinical striker because... He's he's not that type of player. He's naturally he's not a natural finisher. Mm. So I think you can get him close to the goal, get him more chances. But in terms of how many of those he's going to take, I feel feel like he's going to take them at the same rate that he's been taking them his whole career. 
Yeah, sorry, I'm going to say, I think this is a good example where fans' expectations and what Arteta and Eddie bought him for mm-hmm. probably differ. Like, we automatically say as fans, yeah, we bought him for a lot of money. He's coming from Man City. When he comes here, he's going to do more of this and more of it, etc. But like, like I said, the stats don't lie. He's played a lot of games. He didn't really have a long period of time. Stats don't lie. Yeah, so Arteta and Eddie probably knew what they knew what they were buying. They knew what level of gold they were going to get from him. But they knew, to your point, see the other things he had, they wanted to bring to this team to get us to the next stage. So, yeah, that, that's a really good point. I think as fans, we've got a certain view. But if you spoke to Arteta tomorrow behind closed doors, I'm probably be like, no, I, I've got what I bought. This is what I wanted. I, I understand that. But in the title challenging team, you need the goals. Yeah. Because but remember, we've got a- if if so go. Just focus. They weren't expected to be title challenges this year. They so, weren't, but they yeah. are now. But we've got the goals. We've got the goals for as a title it's, challenge. It's we scored enough to win yeah. the league. Yeah, but, could, but you could say that Jesus um, has contributed to the reason why it's spread out across the team. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I think that's good. That's good. If it's spread mm. out and he's helping as a collective, if because of what he's doing, Saka and Martinelli are getting more goals, yeah. then that's great. But if he then also but, but added goals to his, his yeah, for next season. Exactly. If yeah. he then exactly, also Joe. added goals exactly. to his mm, repertoire, yeah. more exactly. goals, that could be the difference between second and first. I think he's scored less goals than the likes of Odegaard, Saka, and Martin as well. Yeah. But is that is out for three months though, and yeah. is that for four months? True, so, but ratio I don't mind. He's still scored less goals. It's when he scores the goals. Mm. Mm. If he gives me the same goals next season, but they're 10, 11 clutch prem goals. I'll yeah. take it. Crucial. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm not even, yeah, well, now we're at this end of the table again. You know, it's been such a long time, I forget certain things. Yeah. <laughs> like, this end of the table, you're going to score a certain amount of goals, that's why you're there. But actually, the difference is who, like, who scores the important goals? Who scores the goals when? Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, Saka's been such a consistent player for us all season. Are we having a slightly different conversation here if he scores that play? Do you understand? Mm. So I think when you're at this end, if you if you said to me now, you know what, but he's gonna score the same amount of goals next season, but he's gonna score them in important moments, I'll slap your hand off all day. All day. Yeah. The important moments is what? The, the, the two city games, the couple draws. Southampton away early in the season. Liverpool. Yeah. Well forget the city games, yeah. see. I'm not gonna lie. But we've done we've done enough to win the league. It's just that no, who we're up against by far as well. I feel, I feel like mm, only no, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I think that's a really good discussion. Um, let's power on to Man City v Leeds and T, your boy Sam. Back. He's my G, man. Back in the frame. <laughs> oh so, yeah, if you've been a long time listener, you know we've had a few discussions about why Sam hasn't been given the bat signal by some of the teams in and around relegation. And Leeds have finally done that. One, is it too late? And two, does he does he stay on next season if they go down? Mm, I don't know if they keep him past the season if they go down or even if they stay up, to be honest. But um so you think it's a little bit too late? I think it's a bit too late. I think it's very late. But he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sam can do it If anyone could do it Big Sam can do it So I think it's late yeah, Because um, It's four games Left of the season End of the season yeah, right? off, off three for them now Three now yeah um, 
But like T said, if anyone can do it, it's definitely Big Sam that can do it. Um, but it's definitely, it's, it's far too late. They should have, you know, like the whole Vieira second, just, you know, you know the ship's going down, just make a decision, whether it's, whether you think it's a good decision or not, just change something, innit? The players will probably react to that. And I think these have just left it way too late. Um, to your second question, if they do go down, <sighs> they probably do keep him. Why not? Who else is there to, it's the championship. I think. I, I You're assuming remember. he wants to stay there. This is it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, okay, it. Well, I don't think. that's well, a different question. You're asking if they keep him. He's on the level of. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Pepper them, man. He doesn't want to be managing in championship. If he wants to stay and they want to keep him, it's, I think it's a good match, personally. You think you, he, so, I think he brings them back up. So, if really? we just touch on the game yeah. quickly. So, I think he brings them back up. They lost 2 1 to Manchester City at the head to head, which is not a. It's not a bad result. Um. I want to touch on the penalty incident. Obviously, Gundogan scored two goals. Uh-huh. Man City get given a penalty. Haaland is the, the penalty taker. Do you think it's a bit of arrogance that he gave the ball to Gundogan to get no, the hat trick? No, 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 way. Just, no way. Just based on no, the time. So there was still a lot of the game to be played. No, and man, that is arrogance. What are you not talking not, about? It's not arrogance. What? what do you mean? It's 2-0. It's not 2-0. It's not Who cares? That's not arrogance. Bro. What do you and, mean? Bruv, did you see the rest of the match? They could have drawn. That's not like, the rest and, of the match. And, but you don't and know this is why I asked the question, because after he's missed, Pepper's got up and said to Haaland, you are the penalty taker. That's facts. For a reason. You take the penalty. Yeah, but it's a different question. That's done for a penalty. That's done for sorry, that's done for I don't think that's I don't think that's arrogance. I don't though. think it's arrogance. It's I just arrogant. think I just think he's just gone, you're you're my teammate, you're on a exactly. hat. Yeah. I mean, this is not it's, it's not every day he's exactly. on a hat. Exactly. Yeah, so here you go. I'm in I'm in the same camp as T. I'm like, we're going for the going for the Premier League title, mm. regardless whether you're on a hat trick or not. I'm I'm the penalty taker. Where's that ruthlessness that we associate with City? Ruthless. This is it. Like, fam, I'm, the guy's got 35 goals. It don't matter. You broke the record already. It felt a little bit too nice for the penalty. But you're 2 0 up. We're playing Leeds. But you're 2 0 up. We're playing Leeds. We're going to probably get another free. Don't worry. You have the penalty. Nah, bruv. This is the Prem. We don't have that it's because he scores. Them. But what Harlan could have missed? Harlan could have taken it. Yeah, yeah but it don't matter. Yeah. He's the and he has, he's a, he's a he has missed one. As well. Yeah, he's missed he one. Missed no, one. but what I'm saying is, it's arrogance because number one, you're you're two nil up, cruising, got in a, getting a penalty. That's three nil, game done. Your your mate's got two goals. Uh, no. Do you know what? Take the pen, man. It's only Leeds. I, I think. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> <really> <laughs> Jay, Jay, what, what's, what's your stance on this? If it's two nil Arsenal. Does he give that penalty to Gondogan? I don't think he does. So I, I actually think, I don't think it's over arrogant. I don't think it's a, a bun league, etc. But I do agree. When you first said that, I thought, no, but actually, I do talk to you. I do agree that it's arrogance that allows you to feel comfortable making that decision. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, even if he had scored it, Pep's still having a word. If you're Pep, you're still having a word. Listen, that's when, all right, but don't do that again. Yeah. We haven't got room to step up. And as much as things are wrapped up, they draw that game, yeah, You've given us a little bit of a window, and then all you've got to do is lose another game. You know what I mean? So I do think that it's it's a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of subconscious arrogance that allows you to land it. I don't think if that's a quote unquote 
big game or a big team, I don't think Haaland gives away the penalty. Wait, gives so you're, away the you're penalty. saying if, you, if it's 2 0 to Man City versus Arsenal, Haaland doesn't give that yeah. pen to no way. no way, no way. Two 0 to Man City, and yes. yeah, Gundogan scored two goals. Yes, he's okay. not giving him that pen. Wraps up the game. That's that's just you guys' opinion, but I I personally feel. Yeah. So you feel you'll give him the pen, bro? Your teammates on two goals, he can score matter. a hat trick. He's but done what? that because it was. We just spoke about how penalties. Yeah, the, the penalty taker is easier for him to score than so, to miss. Right, he's probably seen Gundogan take penalties. Think this guy can score. Let me give my boy a hat trick. Let me throw something out to you because you've questioned this person. <laughs> this, is a, this is a professional over, game. over the season. Does Harry Kane give that to Son if Son's on two goals? That's different mentalities, though. If Harry Kane wants to take, if if Harlem wanted to take it because he's the penalty taker, he's had, he's never, he's got every right to take it. But if he wants to give it to his boy, unless he thinks you know what Pep's going to be cool with it, he can mm, do that. If I'm the manager, instructions as well. Only give that penalty well, as the manager four nil or okay, five nil. As the manager, but if he didn't, if Pep didn't give that instruction, that I'm letting you better take it regardless. No, but he's the penalty taker. He's the penalty taker. I'm not disputing that, but he's giving it. This is not the first time we've seen um, plenty of takers give their their. No, but I'm saying after the miss, Pep said you are. But it's after the miss, though. Yeah. Because well, that means after the fact. No, but he's that missed. means before the miss, he right, expected him so to take it. So why did Pep? Why did when he still good with exactly. the ball? Why did Pep? Right. can't do that. Right. Right. No, because sometimes, sometimes, sorry, sometimes you don't want it. That's like us being on the football pitch, and Mark wants to take the penalty, but Daz is the penalty taker. I'm not gonna really force the thing. Oh, because mad. it's right before <laughs> the pen though. No, I feel like if someone's got the ball in their hand, they're going to take the penalty. I'm leaving them in it because I don't want to, yeah, because I don't want to mess things up. Because nah, that gives we, them an out as well. But we've seen it like um, multiple times. Multiple yeah, times where a man picks up the ball and then the other man's signaling over to the gaffer. Exactly. You know, what's exactly. going on here? And the multiple gaffer's, times. and then they, he walks mm, back over, exactly. takes the ball exactly. and says, right, I'm taking it. Go, exactly. go, go to, mm. to your manager. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's well, divided, I mean, divided the room. All, all, all I will say is, Pep has been very clear in the past with other players as well. Yeah, yeah. when I have a penalty taker, he takes the penalty. This is not the first time we've seen it. So yeah, but those examples are valid. But we're talking about Pep's team here. This is not the first time we saw it before. Even with people like Mares, etc. When other people try to take the penalty, even if they scored, he had something to say. So it, what what Harlan did there, he's young, he will learn. But it does come from a place of. Maybe arrogance is in the right word. I think they got a little bit lax, right? And all that stuff is clear. But Mark, we've talked about this before with manager instructions, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, there's logic and it's all of that. But manager instructions, manager instructions. How long would have been let known about that in the gesture room after? And mm. Pep, even when people have scored before, he said it. He said, I don't care if you scored. We have rules for a reason. So even if Gondowana scored, they'd be like, okay, you've got lucky today, but you got a penalty taken for a reason. Take the penalty. Yeah. That's fair. I That's agree with that. You know My penalty taker should, if I'm the manager, you're the penalty taker, you take it. But to Keith's question, it's not arrogance. It's but ultimately, if, arrogance. ultimately, it didn't cost them. They got the victory. Um, Can we but, talk about um, Sam's tactics? <laughs> yeah, so... That, that, that one talked about in the news and how he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna put a plan together to stop this city and uh listen listen because that that two one right? result isn't it's a all right result for them. You think that's you think that speaks highly of, of course they could have they could have lost by six seven they could have absolutely got blown away and they didn't. Yeah to so be made a big up, call he dropped uh, is it Missy Ayla, the, the goalkeeper? Yeah. 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 Standard for me, innit? Standard for me. Dropped the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a, a back four. Oh, Leeds haven't played for a while. So 
he set he set the team up in a in a big Sam way essentially, and like like I said, leaving the Etihad with a two one result is not is not the end of the world. Um, that was City. It, it wasn't City's <laughs> best team as well. Uh, yeah, and when huh? you, well. I think De Bruyne weren't playing. No, but there was a, there was a, weren't there a few changes? De Bruyne, De Bruyne. Bro, it don't matter who they changed. No stones. Yeah, there was, okay. there was um, Diaz, Diaz wasn't Diaz wasn't no Diaz. Diaz. Might not be the like, quote unquote like, starting like, eleven, but come on, bro. But when, come on, bro. That that second team probably come third of this league. You know, probably come third of this league. We can team City doesn't really wash. But when you're talking about things like arrogance, the things like the penalties, is it little things like that where the managers not pick the best team? Oh, this is this not that this this game hasn't isn't as important as the Real Madrid game? Is that is that is that does he start that? No, not definitely. I don't think so because City have always rotated from the start of the season, so you can't say oh it's not their best team. Because if you said to me what City's best team now, I don't think it, I think I, I don't think the majority of the people outside of Manchester City know what their best team. But well, that is more arrogance than what Haaland did. I agree. KDB yeah. did, I, I don't did think play as well. well. Mm. KDB played as well. Yeah, from KD, the, yeah, KD, mm. KDB play. Okay, fair enough. He, st- he played, but let's be honest, it was not. If if um if that's Arsenal or it's uh, Real Madrid, exactly, he's not walking out with that team. Exactly. He's not putting that team out. Exactly. He's not. Yeah, but he's put out a team to win the game. But he can put out that team to beat. Leads by far, but that's the arrogance of it, though. That he knows he can put a lesser uh, team to beat. Leeds. No, not really, because they've got they've got a congested fixture list. He has to make changes. He has to rotate. Not that many changes. Why, Mares, KDB, Foden, Harland, Alvarez. Rico Lewis, team. Gundogan. When does Alvarez Laporte, start? Ake, when does Alvarez start? Akanji. Rico <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> when does Alvarez start? No, no. <laughs> you lot are going mad. So you're saying this is a weak. Man, it's not a weak it's team. A weaker team it's, a it's not team. It's not when, a weak team. When you see his team tomorrow, is it going to be like that? No, Same as that. No, Alvarez ain't starting. You've always got to have your, your forward. But back. you have. But he has a congested fixture list though, so he has but, to okay, rotate. Right? His only two strikers are who? Haaland and Thingy. Alvarez. Alvarez. When in top games does he start? His two strikers. His two options. Never. But he's got the luxury of being able to rest players. But I don't think that's arrogant because you have the luxury to rest players. Wait, he's looked at the thing He's gone this leads He knows they're not Going to attack yeah, yeah, come on man They're not going to attack They're it's, probably going to have A very Sam. low a is, Low bro. block Leads with Big Sam They're going to have A very <laughs> low block So he's just gone Boom Martha, is, it ar- is, is it arrogance For you using A very expensively Assembled squad I don't understand. No, it's still a weakened team. Money. We're saying it's a, it's a weakened team. That's not a weakened team to play It's leagues. not a weak... You're, you lot are hanging on to this weak Rico one. Lewis. It's a weaker yeah. side than the team that would start okay, so against you, Arsenal. you got a congested fixture list. You see Leeds. Yeah. And you start your and two you think, strikers. Right. <laughs> I need to... I need to... Bro. I need to rotate a little bit. Da, 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 whatever, whatever. That's the game I'm going to rotate. It's a bit of arrogance. It's arrogant. Right, we're hanging on this point too much. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> um, that, that victory Marvelous. was Manchester City's ninth league win in a row. Crazy. Oh. It had to start at some point. <laughs> Get banging on about it, isn't it? So. We did. Mm. so with Arsenal beating Newcastle, there's only a one-point gap in it at the minute. So that kind of forces Pep's hand. So they've got Manchester, they've got Real Madrid tomorrow. Their next game is against Everton. If Arsenal had dropped points against Newcastle, you could have said they could afford to play a weaker team against Everton. Mm-hmm. Do you think now he plays a stronger team against Everton after Real Madrid? Or do you think mm-hmm. he plays a similar team that he played against Leeds? Bear it's, in mind, the game's at Goodison Park. The way they played today, Everton, he's not playing that team that he put out against Leeds. I promise you. He is. 
He is. He'll play the same team. Well, good luck he, to him then. I think he'll. I think he'll play that same <laughs> good luck weekend to him team. Then. Good luck. But to him. obviously, it depends as well on the Madrid result in the first leg. Mm. Yeah. It depends yeah, on yeah, how that yeah. tie is looking. Yeah. But it, yeah. if that tie is in the balance, which I expect it to be, with it being at the Bernabeu the first leg, I expect the same sort of team as what he played against uh, Leeds. Okay, and just to wrap up this title talk quickly, just to the Arsenal guys in the room, does it go down to the last game of the season? Yes or no? T. Yes. Mark. I'm going to say it goes down to. I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes or no? Does, does, no, does it go no, to what? No. You're saying no. No. Uh, it goes, <laughs> no. Yes or no? no. Does it go to May 20? No. Yes or it's no? It's not an easy question to answer. It, is, it, it was. It's, it's not. It's not. It, not. Uh, City got the game against City got the game against Brighton, which is in the midweek. Yes or no? It goes to the Thursday. I'm just saying no. That's the 23th. Okay. Coca. Does it go to the 28th of May? The title challenge or title race. Yes. Cool. Yes. Isaac, just for bands. No. Cool. Right, just moving into the uh, Champions League spots now. So it's been a bit of a interesting kind of development over the weekend. So Liverpool been on a good run. Won six league games in a row now. Beat Brentford at home. First time they beat in Brentford. I think since they've been back in the in the Premiership, if I'm not, if I'm not, if oh, I'm wow. not wrong. Yeah, wow. I know. Wow. Yeah, they, they've done really well against Liverpool. But home and away. Yeah, they've done really well against us oh, wow. since they've been up. Um, I know I've alluded earlier, Trent Show played really well again. He started with Gakpo, Nunes, Diaz, and Salah, and Jota. Done the four of them up front, didn't he? No, Darwin, Gakpo, Diaz, and Salah. Gakpo was in the 10. Mm, yeah. It's true. It was. It was. Yeah, it was, so, it was, it was. Um, I was quite surprised at how attacking it was, but I think it worked really well, especially Gakpo. I, I, I liken Gakpo to Firmino. Do you think he's an adequate cover? Gakpo, or replacement? For Firmino? Yeah. Yeah, massively. I, I, we've seen glimpses of it so far this season, and I think we'll see more of it next season. Yes, go, John. Go, John. John, John. <laughs> <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's not a ready like for like replacement, but he will get there. Mm. So if you if you look at some of his performances, hey, what's that wall behind you? As you moonwalk, bro? No, I'm, not, I'm not moonwalking. <laughs> I think he I think he will get there sooner rather than later. Gakpo is he can hold the ball, he can drive with it. His passing range is good. I'm if I'm I'm going to say it out loud. I'm putting my chips on, yeah. on Gakpo. All in. Well, you, you might need to give Bobby more respect. Right, this no, is like, it, man. I'm, I'm not saying he, yeah. he's ready I'm now. Not I'm, not I'm not saying he's ready now, point. but Bobby wasn't the final form until Klopp really came. Under Brendan, you didn't really see what Bobby was about. No, nah, he had him out on the left. I know, but he still didn't. Uh, he was too, he, he was treating him like... Him um, and was like, oh, yeah, he could have do what he went on to do. But no, but you could see... Under Brendan. You could see he had something, though. I can see it in gap. Let, let me distinguish the two. Wow. So he might not do it the same way Bobby would do it, right? I'll give you that lifetime. So I guess what you're saying is the output you'll get from him is someone in that ten who who kind of joins between between the, your your kind of DM and and, yeah. and CM and, and the strikers. He wouldn't do it in the way Bobby would. I personally, I don't see that from him at the moment. I actually think he needs to to sharpen up and become a more effective inside forward. I agree. But but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not watching him enough. He's only been know. there four months. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Which is four well. months too early for your proclamation. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm putting my chips in. Um, right. Darwin had a couple chances. I know Darwin is like Marmite. You either love him or you hate him. I think the majority of the room hate him. <laughs> no, I'm, an, I'm, no, a, I'm, like I'm a Darwin him. fan. Yeah, I think he's a good player. So, I like him, bro. Yeah, I, I like him. Player. I'm still not sold. Yeah. He's I funny. Think, he's just funny. I think funny the, fact that he's, uh, <laughs> the fact that he's called Chaos. But who? Everyone. Wait, called, they call him Chaos? <laughs> yeah, because that's what he brings when he plays. Like, you, do you don't know what he's going to yeah. do. Do you know what he reminds me of? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know when you used to kick ball, right? And there's that one guy that would turn up. Moving <laughs> <laughs> nuts. I don't know what he's going to do, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mad fouls. Yeah. <laughs> he's just everywhere. Bro, you see, he's just full of energy. You see Robbie so Savage. You... If Robbie Savage died and came back as a striker, he'd be done with it. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. I mean because that's a bit he, harsh, but I, I hear what you're yeah. saying. No, he's got well, I mean, no one liked him. No one liked him, but every manager loved having him in his team, right? Yeah. Let, let's be honest. No one liked playing against him. No one liked him as a villain. If Nunes sharpens up his finishing, he's going to be a joke because he's got everything. Yeah, very yeah. 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 He, get, he gets yeah, yeah. in the right places. He gives you energy, but his finishing isn't great. He, so, make, yeah. he makes things happen. Like he, when he's on the pitch, you feel like something's going to happen around him just because of the way that he's he's hundred miles an hour, but as as um, John says, if he can rein it in a little bit and actually get his finishing right, I think he'll score loads of goals. Do you know what, right? This is a very... It's, just even thinking it, it's a bit wild. He reminds me, right, poor man's Fernando Torres, uh. right? <laughs> no, see, this is why I said it's going to work, but let me explain it. Let me land. No, 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 no. no. Let me land, let me land. If you, if you watched Fernando Torres when he arrived at Liverpool, he was like no, like Nunes, like all action. Like I remember his first game against Chelsea, yeah, and he put Torres, he put um, John Terry on toast for that goal, for that second goal. Yeah. He was literally just running man down. The ener- the same energy, the same presence, but he was way more technical. He could finish. He could. He had a touch. Nunes is doing that. He's that physical presence. He just doesn't have the touch or the technical ability to finish. That's. He gives me that energy. If I'm, if I actually sit down and think about it and be like, all right, let me just take him in. He actually gives. I think he's a little bit like um. Isaac, do you think he's a little bit like Jesus? Like Jesus. So if Nunes bought himself an extra one second or one or two seconds on these Chelsea, I think he would score more goals. Nah, because he, he does that. He does that, and he's still missing. He's still reckless. Way more, way more technical. Yeah, way more, way more. But, um, and how many strikers have we seen coming at this level? And we always say their finishing gets better. Can we remember any, but their finishing did get better? Can we actually remember any? They got to Liverpool or Arsenal or Man United. The only person I could think of was you, they said missed a lot of chances and then got better was Andy Cole. I can't remember anyone else. Mm, this might be it. Forlan. <laughs> Forlan's not a bad show. Did he, uh, nah, nah, he, he, didn't, he, he didn't cut it at United Forlan. No, he got better. No, but I'm saying he got better. Yeah, yeah, but that better wasn't yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that moved Liverpool. Uh, to 62 points So One point behind Manchester United Man United have a game in hand And Three points behind Newcastle Who have a game in hand So let's go to the, the Man United game <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday mm-hmm. Against West Ham I saw So <laughs> <laughs> Let You know cook. what I could throw this Out to anyone <laughs> Let him cook In this room Because everyone's been waiting Rubbing their hands To talk about Man United This week um, so West Ham won the winners, an error from DDG. 
someone in our group chat claimed that this was the, uh, <laughs> the best goalkeeper in the league and they were vehemently shot down. <laughs> so, Jay, go first. We've spoken, we've touched ah, on Man United a little bit already. What, what was wrong yesterday? I'm going to take it from a slightly different angle. Big up to West Ham, right? Because they needed to get the result. They needed to get themselves out of trouble. They've, we talked about them last week, about grinding that results. I don't think we gave them much hope in this one. But the problem we've had with De Gea, I mean, someone mentioned that, I think, as I feel, you know, he's, he's in, in line for the Golden Glove. Yeah. The problem is when you're in that position, when you're making mistakes like that, and then your team doesn't do anything else in the game to balance that out, it's always going to be a problem, right? Because should that West Ham game have ended 1-0, that mistake shouldn't have been what cost him the game. It did, and he shouldn't make the mistake. Yeah. But with a team of that talent, with those players, Talent. Beat me to it. I'm pulling receipts. Team up now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. him go. Wait, wait, wait. Well, when I say talent, relative to West Ham, are you telling me that he doesn't have enough at his disposal? Yeah, like, like to, for like, you would say, Man United have a better team than West Ham. Of course. Of course. So, so yeah, but, but David De Gea, I'm sorry, for what a top, uh, you know, Premier League chasing, Champions League winning team need, as a keeper, he clearly is not doing what they need consistently enough. Yes, they have other issues to fix, but there's no point having a keeper who's good at his feet passing the ball out to Maguire. We're not going to have that conversation again. <laughs> but there's no point. There's no point in in in, in having that. So, so yes, they need to fix that. But the keeper, they need to go. They need to go and get whoever their version of Allison is going to be. You know, when Allison landed at Liverpool, it makes it a massive, massive difference. Yeah. So you Brandon say that. made a difference to us. But the, the reports coming out today is that he's going to get offered uh, another one-year contract. He is. <laughs> so but I understand that that's, that's more about stability. Yeah, They're exactly. looking to have a new number one. They're looking to have a new number one. Just, last summer, Henderson left. He felt he was good enough to be Manchester United's number one at the time. Ten Hag didn't. Went to Nottingham Forest. Doesn't seem to be able to get in the Nottingham Forest team now because they signed <laughs> Davas. So are you saying that... So, okay, my question is, is the goalkeeping... Is the goalkeeper a priority signing for Manchester United? It should be. What? It should be. No, I don't think so. It should be. Otherwise, they wouldn't have offered him a one-year mm. extension. So yeah, it won't be, but it should be. What What are their priority positions? Everywhere. Oh, wait. Where to start? Everywhere. He can't be. He can't be number one next year. Even if, it, it, I mean, if no, he cannot be staying and not be number one. Yeah, that's impossible. He's going to be okay. number one, Jack Butland. Because he's 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 the top, he's one of the top earner, if not the top owner at the club. Let's say it's on a reduced terms, actually. So he, he, yeah, he, he's, willing, he's willing, willing to stay. He's willing to stay on less money. Yeah, on less money and be number two. Yes. He, he, we don't know whether he'll be number one or number two, but he said whatever contract he signs, it will be on less money than what he's on now. Okay, that's interesting. But I can't see him willing to stay and being number two. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't think he's got much choice, but I do. I do think in Maybe terms it's of priority, beneficial. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say in terms of he doesn't play for Spain anymore. As I understand, does he? No, no he hasn't been in Spain no, 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 for a long exactly. time. Exactly. So, uh, and if you leave Man United, where you going? Because he's not going. This is it. This is it. A mid-level, mid-level Spanish team. He's been at. He's been at a top club for nope. most of his career. It's calm if they pay him the money. 
Don't care where he goes. Exactly. A lot of his performances look like he doesn't care as well. Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. You see when he let that goal in, and then he stood up and he started doing that. Oh, you know the fake oh, Poor, man. And the thing is, yeah, the, 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 shot, the shot was the shot. It was more of a pass. It was like a pass. It was like a pass. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't, I don't know how he let that in. <laughs> you've got to think that um, to get a top quality top quality goalkeeper now, and I, I don't know who the top goalkeepers are out there at the minute. You'd, you'd be spending upwards of 50, 60 million and Man United don't... More. More in Man yeah. United's case. Man United More. don't spend that this, 80, this, this summer if you're, like Isaac and Dad are saying, they've got to address a lot of other areas in your team. You don't want the bulk of your transfer... Furthermore, they've got to address to go. even who's owning the club. Yeah. I think That's there's, I think there's, a, yeah. there's a whole lot going on at that club. And that... Are they really going to dish out money this year? Are they really going to dish out money this year? Can I just say, I think think they're in trouble for top four. I think they're in trouble, you know. I think think they're in trouble. So with Newcastle losing to Arsenal, you'd say the last kind of two Champions League spots out of the three teams of Newcastle, Man United and Liverpool. Quick round the room. Who's who's getting the last two spots? What two teams? Pressure on again. Putting you man on the spot today, so we can refer back to it in future. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need see to the cover fixtures, up your you know, but I can, I but, can tell you the fixtures. Yeah, please. So while well, while, while he's Leicester, doing that, Aston Villa and Southampton. Huh? Who? That's Liverpool's running. Liverpool has who? Uh, Sorry, Leicester, say that Leicester. Leicester away. Leicester away. Yeah. Uh, Villa at home. Yeah. Southampton away. Yeah. Let's just win all of them. Right. Yeah. Man U. They have. <laughs> Maybe you have Wolves at home, Bournemouth mm-hmm. away, Chelsea at home, Fulham at home. Okay. And Newcastle have got Leeds away, Brighton at home, and Leicester at home. And then they finish off with Chelsea, I think. Chelsea it is. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea's yeah. Chelsea So my only thing with Man United is they're not playing anyone who's fighting for their lives. Bournemouth are safe, basically. Chelsea are safe. Fulham are safe. And that's it. Yeah. So, so who are your two picks? Ben, Wolves. All right, go on, Jake. I'm uh, still thinking. Who are your two I'm picks? <laughs> um, I'm going to go for, as it is now, I think I'm going to go for uh, Newcastle United. Actually. And, and who? And, and, and Man United. As is. I'm going to go Newcastle and Manchester United. That's hate. As much as I would love for Liverpool to pip it. That's hate. I don't see the... the God, I just said you'd love for Liverpool to pip it. No, that's hate. Isaac, go on. You're too. Do you know what this? I'm just gonna do a mark quickly. I'll be very quick. <laughs> no, 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 I'll be very quick. Because everyone really called me. Do you know what this? Do you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> Klopp's first season when he came in and we and we stole uh, fourth spot on the last day. My Adam's goal. Yeah. Um. So I'm we're in in that spirit. Who was yeah. that I'm from? Say, Who did you steal it from? Probably Arsenal. Bro. No, it wasn't Arsenal. Nah, it, it was. Was it Tottenham um, or Arsenal? Tot- it was Tottenham. Tottenham. Might have been Tottenham. Last day. I think it was Tottenham. Yeah. Tottenham. yeah. yeah. Continue on. Isaac, do you know what the issue is? That Leicester, that um, Villa game. No, we'll, 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 we'll deal with them. We'll deal with them. I think it's going to be Newcastle and Liverpool. I think Newcastle and Man United just, I think it's them home games will get them over the line. Yeah, yes, man. No, they, they got them <laughs> easy no home, home games. Go on, Mark. I've been saying it, and those, the, the last pod is a receipt in previous pods. I've been saying to Coca, Liverpool are going to catch United. 
And everyone's been saying, oh, but Man United got this game, that game there, this much points. Liverpool going to catch United. So I'm going Newcastle Liverpool. My God. For Banner, I would love it because you already know them. You know where we're going to. Is Manchester United took part of that top four? Flopsy. I think what's that? Group what's chat, the group chat is going to get a fire. Certain <laughs> man might have to leave. They're going to have to. Bruv, they've already left, innit? They've yeah. been silent. 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 From silent. Them. <laughs> but when you look at the fixtures, hmm. when you look at the facts, it would be a monumental crumble, man. It would be a real bad crumble. Bro. They've got a game in hand as well. Biggest bottle biggest bottle of the season. Arsenal or Man United? If they don't Man get United. Champions League, Man United. We'll come back to that. Man United. United. That's, that's a, that, you're a bad man for that, though. <laughs> I, I like how you've done that. But, right, I'm going to start off by saying... Which two teams you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle and Liverpool. I'm going to be a bit controversial. I'm going to say United and Liverpool. United and Liverpool. Wow. I think Newcastle might. United, United? United who can't even get a point away from home. They're going to drop points. They're going to drop points. Who United are, are going to drop points. Yeah. Against Fulham and Chelsea. Chelsea, nah. I think the only Chelsea, team Chelsea United are beating are Wolves, and that's it. The only other team, I think they'll be losing the other game. Right, so moving on to a couple of the other fixtures from the weekend. Tottenham beat Crystal Palace 1-0. Harry Kane, another goal. <laughs> Who else? Another milestone. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah, so, <laughs> is, he, is he clear from Rooney now or is he level with Rooney? In he's the one. Order? I think he's one, one ahead. One, one ahead. So, one he, ahead, he's yeah. so he's second. Pointless goals, isn't it, though? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, I, I didn't see the game. Anyone got much to say on the, the Tottenham? Uh, they, they the game. Well. Good, good goal. That was about it. Mm. Yeah, I saw the goals, but that, that was about it. I say they give Mason the job. <laughs> you never know. No, no one knows what's going on. Well, they give me the job at this bloody rate. But they have played better, though, with yeah. under Mason, to be honest. Yeah, that is true. Just to touch on something quickly. I mean, that's what... was. Is that Palace's first game against opposition above them since Hod- Hodgson's come in? Mm, good shout. Mm. Good shout. Mm. <laughs> Patrick Vieira Jump back Is that their first game? Yeah so they played West Ham last week They was above them They was above Wolves Even though Wolves beat They them. lost the Wolves yeah, though, they lost the Wolves But they were above Wolves And everyone else was below them So yeah That's the first okay. one oh, Interesting but, yeah, yeah, keep like an eye They, on that they one. lost to Wolves as well, so. I mean I know it's in the season So it's kind of yeah. hard to gauge And yeah. I mean Palace are not really playing for anything Spurs are just a joke Um <laughs> Ouch. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm slightly upset we can't give Frank another kick in, to be honest. Oh. But if I, I watched the extended highlights of this game and Bournemouth were, were pretty unlucky. They had they had chances when it was 1-1. Can I just ask, why is Kante swinging in crosses from the right wing? <laughs> that's where Frank wants him to play. Frank, Frank's trying to find Lampard where ball. Kante's best position. That's not, yeah. <laughs> Lampard ball. And, and to be fair, I think with, with Kante, you can't you can't really expect him to do what he was doing early Chelsea days mm. and Leicester days where he was running all over mm. the pitch. So the alternative think, is to move him out to right wing. Well, Frank seems to have done that. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he's getting his list. He got, he got his three points. We haven't got and, Frank. We've got to give him his flowers when he gets assist. the results. Well, uh, so, what flowers? Yeah. What? Because he won one game in seven. Get out, man. <laughs> <laughs> to be I fair, think, they, they, they... For me... Go on. Look, I was going to say, my, my thing with Chelsea is 
There's certain players that I want to see do well in it. Anywhere where he's Sterling is, as long as it's in practice, I want to see him do well in the future. Mm. But, I mean, looking at the rest of their season, if you, <laughs> look, they've got how many games left? They've got, uh, oh gosh. Yeah, they've got one, two, three, four, four games left. Forest, they should win. Should, but let's see. Um, they Then they play City, not winning that. They play United. Even United's not letting them win that. Then they play mm-hmm. Newcastle. So he might end up getting to the end of the season with one win in 11 games. Well, like we said, we don't know what his task was. Like, what he come, what he told it wasn't to, to lose <laughs> What he told to come in and just get the feel-good factor back. Hasn't really done that, to be honest. Or it did for exactly. a few, winning, a few winning hours when he was seven, announced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, think, I think finally they can't get relegated. That's fine. Um, I didn't see the game, so I don't know if this was a, a win that was cobbled together or there was actually some kind of, you know, progressive play. They looked like there was a bit of a cohesive system. I'm not sure. So three points is three points. Sit, um, assuring uh, not be relegated should not have been something of note <laughs> for Lampard coming to this team and this club. Yeah, but we are where we are. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what they do along with Tottenham in terms of management going into the summer. Um, yeah, and I had an interesting conversation in a week about, sorry, just quickly on the transfer policy because we made light of jokes today with the dots, et cetera, but it's going to be probably one of the more interesting things to look at in the preseason because you've got players who are on very long contracts. So the, week, the, the, the wage may be low, but they're on very long, very long contracts. The team performance has been poor. So what can you sell them for? And they might be all right for loaning because when the club take them on loan, the wages aren't so high, et cetera. It's just going to be really interesting to see what they do, the squad they've got. They're going to want to bring players in. How they manage all of that. I mean, we've got, you know, we've all got onto Eddie and Arteta for their chance with Dean and Dover a couple of years. They've got two um, directors, like they've got like a co-director of football, never seen that either. So they've got two directors of football. So we're really interested to see how they manage that that preseason period. I can't wait to see all the, that revolving door. Because the way that training ground looking like you're doing, it's mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the final result from Saturday was Wolves 1, Aston Villa nil. Slightly surprised at that result for me. Mm. I thought Villa would have at least come away with a point at, um, in that game. Uh, moving on to today's fixtures in the Premiership. Very, very Crazy active. fixtures. Very active. Yeah, so crazy results. First game was Fulham v Leicester. Um, ended up 5-3. To Fulham, which puts Leicester in a bit of trouble. So I'll just go through these results and then we'll have a quick look or talk about the, the, the bottom of the table. So William scored a couple goals today. Vardy scored and missed a penalty. Vardy's still looking about. Yeah. No, sorry, Vardy didn't score. Sorry. Apologies. He just, he just missed a penalty. Harvey, Bar- Harvey Barnes got two. Madison got one. Easy, you said. Pardon? Oh yeah! Oh, he's he's oh. <laughs> like you don't make mistakes, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing no one was surprised that Fulham beating Leicester uh, at Craven Cottage. Nah, the, way the man of the results surprising though. Yeah, the man of the results. Yeah. Are you letting in three goals at home to a team? How like are Leicester so bad, man? Yeah, they haven't won in three games. <laughs> There's not so, been any investment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's just that though? No, yeah. it's, I mean, come on, the, this, it's been the same players for how long? You no investment. You have to impression it. They got quality in that squad, though. No, but they've been Vardy, literally they, bad since the beginning of the, yeah. the first game yeah. of the season. Since, since their no, title winning squad, right? Since their title winning squad, key players have gone. Wes Morgan's went. Who did they replace him with? Jamie Vardy's gotten old. For, who, for they've, not replaced, they've not. And where's he gone? 
Chelsea. Exactly. Yeah. But he was exactly. Not, there's not, they've not yeah. been no replacement. So Soyuncu's so just got a new yeah. contract at, with another club. Yeah, he so he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Athletic Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Athletic yeah. Madrid. Exactly. He's on the beach. He's there's there's the been beach. no. There's been no. Yeah, but these players were there at the beginning of the season. To, investment. To, to, mm. to, to Daz's point, they've been bad since the very first whistle. No, yeah, but, but they had. They've they had, had a really no good investment. spell before the World Cup, and the, the the World Cup interrupted them. And then since they come back nah, to the World Cup, they've just no, gone, no, no, they haven't been bad throughout the whole the whole season. But I'd say the biggest surprise of the day: five thirty kickoff, Brighton one. Everton nil. That's, That's a mad. mad result. Come on, Everton. <laughs> Come on, Everton. Everton what? Five. What Everton was the five? Everton five. <laughs> five Wait, one, what did bro. you say the score was, bro? Five. five one. One. To Everton. I no, no. <laughs> what did Keith oh. say, though? What did you I said say? Brighton one, Everton five. No, yeah, you said, uh, you said Everton nil. You said Everton nil. Oh, apologies. <laughs> 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 what? Hey, <Mark>. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah, so I don't know if anyone watched the game, but. Everton were really good on the counter attack. They were. No, they like, were. They were in the first half. Like mighty ducks. And, <laughs> and uh, the, um, it's not even a surprising stat. They had four stops, four shots on target and scored five goals. That's mad. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So it was a real kind of Sean Dice tactical masterclass. Kind of soak up the pressure because Brighton had a lot of the ball. They were trying, but they just kept on getting picked off. And it was, yeah, 3-0 at, at half-time. I think Brighton have played a lot, of, a lot of games. Well, obviously everyone has, but Brighton have been... Uh, the, I think the energy is just diminishing. I, I think that this is probably going to be them towards the end of the season now. You I think they're sailing out now? Yeah, I can't see them famous last Don't you think it's a, a one-off that some teams have in the Premiership? Like, that everyone is, has, like, ooh, the weird result. That, that looks like a one-off. Result. Yeah, to it, me... It's that, definitely a one-off a result, shot. but in terms of them potentially losing another game... 2-0 or the next two games I, I, I won't be surprised yeah. yeah but they have got City so they might they've got to play Arsenal they've got well. Arsenal next game they've got Arsenal yeah. as well they've got to play Newcastle too for it's me that's game. such a shock they just look tired to me man they just look very tired before that was their last game main night when they beat them yeah I personally think Thursday. it might have been arrogance for real you think so yeah they've, they've, looked, at, they've looked at and gone in Everton. No, nah, they can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an arrogance. They've looked ahead to the next fixture and gone, That's the one. Yeah, yeah. mentality thing there. I yeah, agree. And and also that for that game against Man United, it would have been draining as well, not in like all exactly. of that stuff. Yeah. I think that's the difference between a team like Brighton uh, being here consistently every season and not like it's all well and good having good results, but you've got to be able to do the thing consistently all the way through despite setup big the net. Kind of showing that now, and deservedly knows it, and that's why Keith, as you said earlier, um, outside of before we start recording, that deservedly told his players there's no point in being Man United every day if you don't win this game. Yeah. It's, very, all, it's all for nothing. Very true. Yeah. So yeah, I think a few um, betting slips would have been ruined by that. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Dwight Neil McNeil's score goal. Started celebrating before he put it in the net. Mm. Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he rounded the wow. keeper. He the empty net. So. When Martinelli did that, though. Yeah, no, not about Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was true though. No one's going to say nothing about this. Though. But when Martinelli's doing it, and uh, the last game of the evening, uh, Nottingham Forest four, Southampton three. That was a real shocker. I, I don't think so. <coughs> no, I, I mean really the, just the scoreline. The scoreline. Oh, okay. score but it was like a last minute penalty as well. So it's yeah. more like a four two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wall Prowse. I, I was like, you got to love it when teams that couldn't hit a barn door. They meet each other, they just start slapping. Goals after goals. Turns into the game of the day. Yeah, not the forest had a goal disallowed as well. 
So is that Southampton gone now? Pretty so, much. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do a quick Pretty much. run of the table. Yeah, there's six points behind. So, so Southampton are bottom with 24. Everton are on 32. So pretty, I think it's pretty much safe to say that. Southampton are gone. Then you've got Leeds, played 35, 30 points. Leicester, played 35, 30 points. Everton, played 35, 32 points. Nottingham Forest, played 35, 33 points. West Ham are in 15, I think they're 37. Um, so I think it's two, two from, or if we say Southampton are down, I'd say it's two from yeah. Forest, Everton, Leicester and Leeds to go down.
It's interesting. Reading were deducted six points due to failure to comply to a business plan agreed after historical breaches of the EFL profit and sustainability limits. So they were deducted 15 points last season. So whatever they did this season, they didn't adhere to the practices put in place because they got deducted 15 points last Mm. season. And if they never got deducted those six points, they would still be in the league. So, yeah. Also, Wigan were deducted three points for failing to pay players, but they would have gone down anyway. Yeah, Wigan were pinned. Yeah. Oh, bro. Um, League One, Plymouth champions. Ipswich were second. That went down to the last day. Uh, playoff positions were Sheffield Wednesday, Barnley, Bolton, and Peterborough. Derby missed out on goal difference. And I don't know if anyone saw, but they got Curtis Davison off I in the saw first that. half. Yeah, that was disgraceful. That was disgraceful. It, it was, I'm not saying it wasn't a penalty, but it should never have been a red card. It was never a red it was card. Never a red yeah, card. Yeah. It was so, yeah, I think very they harsh. can be harshly done by. Uh, relegated from League One, Forest Green, Accrington, Morecambe, and MK Dons. Um, I don't know how MK Dons didn't score in their game yesterday. They had so many chances and they went down on goal difference. So it's a bit harsh for them. That, then, that, that's why they get relegated, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Finally, League One, uh, sorry, League Two champions, Leighton Orient. Auto promotion went to Stevenage and Northampton. Playoffs went to Stockport, Carlisle United, Bradford City, and Gary Neville's Salford City, <laughs> who lost at home 1 0. Yeah. Mansfield Town missed out on one goal, goal difference. Mm-hmm. They won 2 0. If they had scored one more goal, Salford would have got knocked out. But that's just the way football goes, isn't it? Yeah, and then relegation is Hartlepool and Rochdale. Um, do you want to quickly touch on National League semi-final playoffs? Um, yes, please, Isaac. Yeah, Notts County really, they tried to do, they <laughs> want to do it the hard way, don't they? <laughs> they, they did indeed. They were 2-0 down at half-time. Arrogance, no? There you go. <laughs> yeah. They said, well, we've got 107 points. This would be a cakewalk. Do you know what I mean? But... Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, they they they've done well to pull it back. I mean, so I, 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 I want to say it wasn't in doubt, but I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw two 0 I thought, wow, this is it. This is where the road ends for them. I genuinely thought they wouldn't. That been a they, shame, weren't, they weren't going to pull it back. Yeah. So, so for those that don't know, um, as Isaac said, Notts County were two 0 down at home to Boreham Wood at half time. They scored in the 47th minute to make it two one, and then they scored in the 96th minute to make it two two. And then in extra time, they scored in the 120th minute <laughs> to win the game. Is... And it was an error from the Borough oh, goalkeeper as well. That was terrible. Goalie basically yeah. threw it in the net. I know, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> I know he's going to have nightmares about Definitely. that. Yeah, um, and they're going to play Chesterfield <laughs> <laughs> in the playoff final on Saturday. Uh, Chesterfield overcame Bromley. Uh, Bromley, went down, as well. yeah, Bromley went down to, to 10 men when, when it was 1-0. Chesterfield made it 2-1 and then Bromley themselves scored in the, the ninth minute of injury time um, to make it 2-2 it went to uh, extra time and Chesterfield ended up with a winner in the 101st minute by hook or by crook Notts County have to go up yeah. it will be a crazy well, it's, it's kind of nice to, it's kind of nice the way you shaking out there but now the second and third team are in the third one right yeah, you know what? I like the way they do their format of the playoffs. The second and third team, they get like a bye, yeah. and then yeah, the, and then the and then the four below them they play first. I, I was something different. I wasn't aware yeah. of it. Yeah. True, but what I would like is two teams go up automatically. Yeah, 
Right. And then they have playoffs with one team that that jeopardy is too much. Yeah. Cool. Right. We're just going to have a, a discussion about the Premier League Hall of Fame. Oh, let me go on this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So before we start, so I want to have a discussion about a player who has not been inducted yet and whether this player has been somewhat slighted in his post-playing day career. And after that, just kind of what you think about the players that are that have been inducted. And I'll, I'll go through the ones that have been inducted since 2001. I'm just going to read off what the criteria is, though, so not anyone can get dominated to be in the Hall of Fame. So you've got to have more than 200 Premier League appearances selected into any team of the decade or 20-year anniversary team, won a Premier League golden boot or golden glove, been voted as a Premier League player of the season, won three Premier League titles, or scored 100 Premier League goals, or as a goalkeeper, recorded 100 Premier League clean sheets. So you can have any Wait. one of those things to be inducted into. Yeah. I was about to say, because... Yeah, yeah, that's the criteria. So... I'm going to tell you the players that have been inducted yeah. since its inception in 2021. And then I'm going to mention the player who hasn't been in and whether they should have or what you feel their stance is. So 2021 was David Beckham, Dennis Burkamp, Eric Cantona, Steven Gerrard, Roy Keane, Frank Lampard. 2022, Aguero, Drogba, Company, Peter Schmeichel, Paul Scholes, Ian Wright. And just last week, 2023, Tony Adams, Petr Cech, and Rio Ferdinand. So the player I want to talk about is Andy Cole. And Andy Cole has been nominated every year since the inception of this award. And I just want to put out there (coughs) that this is voted for by the public. Okay. So there's no committee. Uh, There's not not a Premier League committee. So do you think that Andy Cole is suffering from a recency bias? No. Yes. I disagree. And I don't think so. I disagree. Because he was around when there was such high profile play, other other players. So John, you said yes. He's suffering from recent bias. Yeah. Go. And when I say recent bias, I mean he's not that prominent in in like kind of post career press and stuff, right? He's not that prominent. He's not that he's not around that much. Um, I think, and so I think in his position, other people are a lot more prominent. Um, they're still large personalities. And I don't think Andy Cole had the biggest profile off the pitch anyway. And I think in these things, it matters. And I remember at the time, I was talking to Isaac about it. Uh, and this is where your fan voters killed it, actually, because he, he was explaining to me that in other sports where the whole of fame thing's a bit more mature, they drag it out a bit. You don't want all the best players going in the first two years, but it's not interested in 10 years or five years. Right. All right. They do drag out a bit. But if it's down to the fan vote, I do think that his him not being as prominent post retirement has played a part. All right. I disagree wholeheartedly. Number one, how can you say he wasn't prominent outside of his career? He was a he was a platinum not a platinum selling, but he was a recording artist. He released a song in a video. Like, show me what other players have done that. What's the, what's the name of it? I can't remember what it was, but I remember the video. I remember the video. He was he was chat, he was chat, he was chat, he was on his he was on his Asher vibe trying to drive through Manchester, driving through Salford in that in the drop top. Hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on, and to you and to your other point about he's not prominent now. Neither is Tony Adams. I was, gonna, I was gonna mention him. 
Neither is Tony Adams. Bro, well, you see, he had that failed career as a as a gaffer, and then you see him every once in a blue moon. They they drag him out to to, to a lot of these players to do an Arsenal game or something. Much exactly. So I don't think it's I don't think it's a, I don't, I don't see them. Can I just give my opinion on this one? Go on. I reckon um, basically the only reason why he's not in it. It's what you said. It started in 2021. It's only been going two, three years. This is it. If if this had been in place since 1995 or whatever, of course he's gonna. Course. He would have been in it, yeah. and he will get in it. But it's because obviously this Hall of Fame is very new. So all those players that you mentioned, they're probably all ahead of him in the pecking order. But he's done enough to be a Hall of Famer. So you would say that Aguero he was standing ahead of Andy Cole in terms of Premier League stature. And, yes. and performance. Yeah. Well, I disagree with that. But okay. Mark, who you got to say? If it's what did you wow. who does this it's a fan vote, right? It's a, it's a public vote. So the, so the get released every year and then it's a it's a public vote into who gets inducted. It, there might be a, an element of recency bias here, but you just when it comes to fans, you just never know which way it's gonna swing. So like like um Dazza said, eventually he'll get in it. Um, when there's less options, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but there's other players yeah, that, what... that should be in it as well, but haven't been put yeah, in it. Yeah, just yet. over time they'll get in it. It's just yeah. right now, I mean, I don't know. It's just a popularity okay, so let's, contest. So so let's pop- take the, the Hall of Fame. Popularity of contest, basically. Let's, let's take the Hall of Fame out of, out of the equation. Mm. Just to say, I want to come back to that in a minute because I've yeah. got yeah. something to say on that. But go on. Do, you, do you still think Andy Cole gets the respect? Of some of his peers, no. because for me, I'd how, how call, does he not? So for they so, still talk about him. They're talking about him at the moment. So I, I don't. He's think, always in the conversation. So I think if you were to ask the average Joe England fan to name me your top five England strikers of the last twenty five years, Andy Cole gets in the list. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Andy. But Cole, he never played. He never had a good England career. But he wasn't no, a but, top but, no, but, he, but he, but he, no, but I mean like an English. An English striker, and okay. I'd say, okay, so yeah, yeah, like, England, no. I think England team. No, 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 like no, an English yeah. striker. I would say the majority wouldn't put them, wouldn't put him in his top five. I would, I would, because I agree. I remember I what he what he done, etc. Yeah. But I think a lot of people would would they, they would go Alan Shearer, Michael Owen, Robbie Fowler. I'd say a lot of people put Ian Wright, Rooney, and and mm. Rooney. Well, I I would have him in my in my top five, and I think that's where. I think that's where the slight comes from. But if you go back and look at Andy Cole, he 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 was a how was can a you bro, put I'm Andy Cole in the here. top five without and bro, he's got 187 Premier League goals. I don't, and that's why bro. we there's that's, that, that's, if, that's, if anyone's not putting him in the top five. But that's the conversation. Like for the amount that he's done, he doesn't really get the respect publicly bro. that that he deserves, bro. I'm an Arsenal fan. I started watching Arsenal because of Ian Wright. The fact that Ian Wright got voted into this thing for Andy Cole is mad to me. I'm not going to lie to you. On the, from a Premiership Hall of Fame level, that's madness. But then it goes back. But it, it goes, goes back. But fans. it goes back to Daryl's point. It's a popularity it's contest. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly. exactly what it is. Yeah, so that's what I was saying earlier. So the popularity has been maintained by certain things. Even Tony Adams, <laughs> whether we like it or not, yeah, his popularity or his his eye, he became a meme, innit? He tried the he tried the tried the managing thing, coaching the video, that goes around every every chapter. So so I think uh, you know ERI has, has become a pillar of of TV panditry, all all the stuff that Andy Cole hasn't really done. Right, let's be honest. So 
So I do think that, yes, it's a popularity contest. Um, and he's always been someone for his own choice as well. This is not me playing by He's yeah. He himself has chosen to not be in a certain spotlight and not do certain things. I'm sure he could have done Pundit Shield this year. He could have jumped on a podcast today. But he's Some just quietly been going around the world. Some of it was ill health. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even when he played, he was never really out there. Never was that kind of social like player, etc. The people like, like Bix and Lamps and Gerard be voted in early doesn't and surprise me. Also as well, I think his Newcastle career was really good, but it was really early in the Premiership era. So I can understand why it's not as prominent in people's minds mm. as what it is. Like, obviously, he scored 35, 34 goals in, in the season. And I think the Man United team he played in as well had so many stars, it's easy for him to get swallowed in that team. Like, obviously, him and, him and York had that really good combination. But if you look at that Man United team, you wouldn't automatically go to... Andy Cole as your as your guy, so to speak, in terms of, as John said, the, the popularity. If you if you were to say name players in that Man United team, again, I don't think he's going to be in your top four or three players that you would that you would say just based on who was in that team at the time. And I think, again, to John's point, because it's a popularity contest essentially. If it was voted by his peers, I think he would have been in yeah. a long time ago. And. One thing to mention yeah. um, when you go to like the Aguero point and stuff like that, it's iconic moments as well. That's, those are what people remember mm. and that's what keeps you relevant. If you've got an iconic moment, like the Aguero moment, mm. that's going to be shown for years and years and years to come. It keeps it keeps him relevant in everyone's mind. But with Andy Cole, one thing I do want to get across is he's had a Hall of Fame premiership career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether yeah, he's in yeah, it or not, yeah. that is a Hall that's of Fame career. Him, isn't that's why he's been nominated because he's had a yeah. Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. Five goals in one game. Well, even Trump have been there before him. But, but, but just, just to round off this, I, my view on the Premier League Hall of Fame, right? I think the whole process, I think the whole, uh, the way they do it, I think it's it's a disgrace to me, in my opinion. <laughs> because, <laughs> no, disgrace. but it's not. No, the reason why I say it's, the, the reason why I say it's disgrace, right? This is meant to be the pinnacle mm. of like, this is, you're meant to be celebrating the best players that have come through this Premier League um, for however long they do it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're meant to be putting them on on show and saying, right, this is these are the names, these are the guys that have really come in and um, and shown out in the league, right? If they didn't do their Insta posts or or their little social media posts, you'd never hear about it. Yeah. You'd never know about it. But it needs to be a whole spectacle. It needs to be, you know, like how in the yeah, NFL, yeah, yeah. you know, like how in the NFL where yeah. you, they, there's a whole UK. place. Bad vibes. It, it should have exactly been. There's a whole <laughs> place. Canton. You've got to go yeah. to Canton and it's a whole like. They would get it's, it wrong it's, though. It's, it's, hmm? They would get it wrong. It doesn't matter. At <laughs> least try. At least like if I'm a player. No, like, I'm I sitting, agree. Man. And if, if I'm a player who's like, if I'm real or whoever and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, like this is it. You've brought me into this little building. You've got me, had me little talk to like these little 10 people who come like it's a, um, <laughs> like it's a work meeting and they've just brought people in for a presentation. Like it's, it's it, it leads, it, that's, it, that's the vibe that it gives off. I've had a stellar career. Like, and like, this is how you're this, showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But I, I think they have to kind of do it the, the social media route just because of the area that we're in. Okay, but now. put that to the side. They but, still need yeah. to be a whole spectacle. Yeah. Oh, it would I be good, like, if it was at the end of the season or something yeah. and they were like, right, we're going to have a display, yeah, invite man. all the managers. You're and telling me they can't, I don't know, I'm just picking a random venue, the Royal Albert Hall. You're telling me they can't rent that out. It should, it should be and, like the and PFA have like Awards. A whole, a bit like, yeah, a bit like a PFA Awards. Yes. It should be a proper... Yeah, it should, and the thing is, it should be a yes. whole spectacle. It shouldn't be fan voted. 
No, I agree. Be, yeah, I, agree. Be, I agree. Or I agree. If, maybe if you're getting fans to vote, that's some of it, but that should never be the whole in or out. Think, I don't yeah. think for no, either. I don't yeah, do yeah, it because no it can way. be manipulated. And like mm. you say, in terms of the recency bias, like a lot of the people who are in the kind of social era now mm. are going to be the ones voting where people my age and upwards. Exactly. Unless, exactly. Like, I've, I've never voted yeah. in it. Like, exactly. I've, I've always had something to say, mm. but yeah. I've, never, mm. I've never voted in it. Exactly. And then yeah. you're going to end up with situations where Andy Cole's being nominated three times in a row and not, get brought, not yeah. being put in because yeah. the fans, like yeah. you said, this social media uh, era of fans, they're not voting because they don't, they don't know Andy And Cole's the thing game. is, fans are not... Um, Fans have got their own favorites. Their favoritism, so they're not gonna. They're not voting how, who's better. They're voting who do I like better. Yeah, not who's yeah. the better player. Yeah. Not who's better had the better career, which it should be decided on. Another thing as well, you see Andy Cole's era. Yeah, it was when we were obviously much younger. The 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 demographic of people that use um, social media nowadays are the younger generation. Like mm-hmm. they use yeah. it much more, right? So they're gonna probably see the um, the vote and vote for whoever, like you said, does who they like better and who they remember. They probably don't remember Andy Cole. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's not like... I think... Um, Cole, go on. No, no, so I, I agree about that. I think it should be a showpiece event. Showpiece. Black tie. No, it should be. Hold the whole shebang. Yeah, end of the season. Night. It should be. It's, you know, it's 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 on a level or a par, even above PFL Awards, football writers. It should be the thing every year. Mm. And then, as that said, the selection process it should probably be a bit concurrent. So, you know, Fergie and, and Ben Gunn and Cora in it now. Every year there's that kind of panel that picks the next inductee and then the next yeah. inductee. And if you want to get the fans involved, you can say, right, there's 12 nominees a year, 10 are done by the panel, two are voted for by the fans. There's, mm. ways, there's ways to do it. Yeah. But I don't, you know, as much as we want to ban her and have a rivalries, people like Rio Ferdinand, who all of us widely regard as one of the best centre-backs in countries ever produced, should not be getting inducted in the Hall of Fame in what looks like a COVID era um, meeting. Oh. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah. oh. Socially distance. It should be happening. Yeah. It should be bits and drama. It should be on Sky. It should be the whole shebang. Bro, the, mm. the whole, like on the big, 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 big hundred yeah. inch screen. They don't like, care enough. Whole, yeah. um, they don't care enough. Montage of his, of, of do you know what I mean? Where they talk about his players, players come down Clips, and, and talk about so they, start, come they, on, they started it in, in COVID times. That's where they went wrong. They started it in lockdown. No, but they, they delayed. So, it wasn't meant to happen in 2020. Mm. But because of COVID, they delayed it till 2021. So, so yeah, it's just like... It's understandable. But yeah, I think we can go around this yeah. all day. Everyone's got their favourites, um, who should be in and not. But yeah, I think that's enough for today, guys. Yeah. Round it up. Indeed. Thank you very much. Thanks for, for listening, watching, however you take us in. Signing off. Another week mm-hmm. the Centre Circle. Thanks for joining us from your luxury villa, mate. Yeah. Much appreciated. Yeah. Holiday, yeah. holiday yeah. home. Yeah. Mate, yeah, so, you know, when you collect the vouchers, you've got to use them, you know? So, yeah. so I thought it was your time sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. All right, peace. Bye. Yeah. See you next week. Nice one, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Y